0: So
1: yeah. I'm just gonna hit record anyways. I wanted to show you in case you wanna use it. The soundboard that you heard on the one is phenomenal. I think this is clap. Nope. Nope. That's sad that trombone. <laughs> okay. I think this is clap. Nope. Nope. That's game show. Okay. This is definitely clap. There, there we go. And that one works
2: off of holding it. If <laughs> you want a little clap. Uh, you could do like a really short clap. Yeah yeah, to, yeah, yeah, yeah. To be kind of insulting. And then the last one's the classic. You know, yeah. just uh-huh, yeah. uh-huh, so if
3: uh-huh. you
1: ever feel the need. Is that something you can like
3: pre-program? Oh, yeah. T- I wish, yeah, they're
2: just like MP3 files that you I found wish
3: that, there,
1: actually right? I should turn the volume down on that. That was a little loud. Let's check.
0: Much, better. Much okay, better.
1: Okay. Um, I wish they had just a um, toggle for like pages of it. So like this is page one and oh, then i yeah. could toggle and this and then, uh, then this you could have more
2: than four preloaded. because right yeah. now it's locked at
1: four but you Ooh. get to set any sound you put in you set to whether you want it to be press and play to the end press and stop or press and hold to play while you're holding it so i i put on here i just haven't done it to switch to the soundboard yet i put the men of the machine intro outro on here okay. so that i can play oh. it and then stop the difference is um uh, in in doing that, is it just it just locks up editing a little bit more because it's in the sound file, right? Whereas I like being able to change it, and, you know, put it blah 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 blah. So. Yeah, there's options. All right, let me sit back. But maybe you should you know add crab Rafe to it. I could. I could. Is Crab Rave public domain?
2: I don't think so. No, it's definitely not. Because
1: it's it's what like um. I
2: think the 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 rule of thumb that people use is you can use public domain if it's like less than fifty, or you can use a copyrighted thing if it's less than fifteen seconds of oh, yeah, it. Yeah, I've heard like that, that one. I don't know uh, that that seems like some pop science right there.
1: Yeah, but but the the reason why I asked Crab Rave specific,
2: spe- mm. specifically
1: is because Crab Rave is what the um ltt in specific but a lot of tech reviewers use to display like speakers and stuff
0: Mm. um like
1: they'll play crab rave and they won't play any if they're playing like a kanye west song or the weekend song they'll blur out the album art and say sound pitched down for copyright or whatever they just play crab rave Oh
3: maybe maybe
2: they have a deal with the crab rave guy yeah
3: yeah like it's a he's a i don't remember his name off the top of my head but he's a well-known irish dj maybe just like made it available
1: Khaled contact crab is it crab D- rave guy see if is we it can Is it DJ Khaled? that's an Irish name <laughs> yeah it's DJ
2: Khaled or Kate yeah. Khaled C-A-E with the A-E that's together DJ uh, DJ Khaled the place where you uh fight those uh Scarlet oh, Rot dude, dudes Frick yeah. Kaled, man. Oh,
3: man, I love Khaled it's so fun
1: oh you know what I was really excited about with this no internet time I, I wanted to play I was almost positive I had Dark Souls 1 2 3 on Xbox 360 like I was very certain Um, And the reason why I was so certain is because I own two copies as well as the collector's edition of Dark Souls (laughs) 2. So I was like, well, A, I'm not going to just play Dark Souls 2 because that's the one everyone says I don't play until I've played the good games. And B... Why the hell do I own three or two copies plus the collector's edition
2: of Dark Souls Two? There are there are fans of Dark Souls Two. Dark Souls Two is on a Sigma grind set. Well, so Dark uh, Dark Souls Souls Two
1: benefits from, and I actually wanted to talk about this on the podcast, but this will be our interim before I hit the intro music. Okay. Dark Souls Two is the perfect example of because it's not as good as those in its class, aka specifically in this case from software games. Doesn't mean it's not good. That game still has like
2: nineties on every review thing ever. Right, th- and honestly, it's more. It's less that it's not good. It's more just different. Like, yeah, it's different say in the same thing. some significant. It feels different. But to But it's play.
1: treated like it's ass water. It's treated by the Souls veterans, as you know, Kyle loves to hear as like, <laughs> why are you playing Dark Souls Two? There's so many other games. Don't touch Dark Souls Two. It's like, no, no, it's well,
2: a good game. Dark it's... Souls Two also might have like the most content of any. Three is close. Yeah, yeah. It, it, they. It's really the developers
3: looked at Dark Souls one and like how the players played it and even like uh, the PvP and they're like, how do we improve upon that? And it was experimental in some ways and people
2: well, don't like that there's there's other reasons behind it too like miyazaki wasn't working on it it's not he was working his on, right because yeah. he was working on bloodborne at the time so. although he gave it the seal of approval yeah uh, like of course but yeah. like he didn't really contribute very much to him and some people say that like oh well he's the one who had the magic touch so the reason why it feels different is because he wasn't the one heading the right. project and of course
3: which that doesn't make sense because
2: there's Not other really. Souls-like
3: games that I'm, uh, yeah, and I'm sure that are plenty good. I'm sure that plenty and of there's the, plenty the of staff them that are very bad. <laughs> I mean, like everyone loves uh, 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 is it Nio, Neo, Neo? Yeah, yeah. People
2: freaking and go that game hard. feels very different from Dark Souls, yeah. while still kind of having the same feeling to it. it's, and, it's more technical. It's more. Uh... And people relatively hate
1: Mortal Shell. Which is trying to be as Dark Souls as you get yeah, while but adding the a single Shell gimmick. is just
2: yeah. boring as. F- yeah, no, no, <laughs> This is very boring. I'm not
1: going to defend it, but no, you're so. And there was the, there's one more um, that's a big one that James hated, but uh, it's the anime one. It's the weeb one.
3: Uh, oh, Code uh, Vein. Yeah, Code I, Vein. Yeah. I liked Code Vein. It yeah, I haven't fun. played it. It's I mean, I didn't beat it, but it was it's decent. It, enjoyable time. It definitely wanted to do uh, magic and fighting a bit different yeah. especially how do you level and how you like build your build it's a lot more fluid yeah than other souls games and you can just like on the fly change
1: how you play depending on like your equipment and whatnot i gotta get comfortable this is this is nonsense mm-hmm. i can't have socks on while i'm sitting down okay it's bullshit i see freaking places i need the socks prison. on
2: my feet need to stay warm
1: they're just feet prisons they're feet prisons man
2: i can't breathe in these things my feet get cold my feet are already cold, and I'm still oh. wearing socks.
1: Oh well, that's why I just put my—I
3: don't—I don't have socks on, but I just have them. As I was going to say, you'll see me
1: tuck my toes in the couch cushion. That's uh, what I like, which is more prisony, but like less because I can just boop.
2: Hmm. Look at that, boop, just out of there. But then I'm back in. Oh, you know it's an underrated Souls-like game. Hmm uh stranger of paradise final fantasy origin oh yeah the, wait is it really every, yeah everyone it, it is everyone clowned on that game really hard yeah. because the dialogue is uh well donkey went in it's something yeah, um donkey but went the in. game is like very good to play game What's, uh, you, you showed it to me and it did yeah. look kind of fun as hell i'm not gonna lie inventory management's a bit of a clown show it but is,
1: otherwise and i will i will just from i only saw about an hour of it you showed me you beat one boss and then you stopped on one it is more Final Fantasy than anything else. Like, people who, yes. who accuse it of being just a ripoff of Dark Souls, which is what James has called it before. Nah, man. That game is mostly Final Fantasy. Yeah.
2: Through and through. Uh, the boss fights are very good. The progression system is very fun to deal with. Uh, the It's spin on the parry mechanic is actually very interesting. You showed me that. I didn't understand it at all. You, uh It's basically a block button that you uh, uh, hold, and as long as you are holding it, you will parry any attack that comes at you. But you have, like, a stagger gauge, and that is rapidly depleting while you're holding it. Right. And if the gauge goes to zero, then you will be in, like, a stunned position where they can take advantage See, of that.
3: I like that mechanic, that type of mechanic, way more than the time your parry bullshit
2: right it no, still ends up it still ends up it still ends up making you want to time it because you want to hold that button as little as yeah, possible yeah but it gives but. you
3: way more leeway
1: than just like hey i think i got this no i didn't get it right now I'm 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 dead a, i'm a big fan of instant reaction mechanics in any game like, I, I love that, that that parry, when it lands at the perfect time. I don't like games that... See, that's a catch-22, because I hate games that do those, but with a flare, like a glint on your screen or a gem that shows up at the perfect time. I don't like that shit. Let me try on my own. I'm fine
3: with, like, quick reaction time stuff. I I, I like that kind of gameplay. But if it's like, here's a big telegraphed uh, uh, attack coming, and... Uh, Drawn out. Now you have, yeah, it's yeah. drawn out, and now you have to time it, and like, oh, you got it wrong. And what are they, they, my,
2: my, yeah, my problem with, uh, cause Dark Souls obviously is kind of what you're talking about with the parry mechanic and that. My problem with the Dark Souls parry mechanic is it's not obvious when you fuck it up how you fucked it up. Right. Yeah.
1: It's like delayed, 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 and you think you got it at the right time, but something about it was off, and you're just Where- like huh?
2: I, right. I Whereas with Stranger of Paradise, it's very obvious yeah. when you fuck it up how you did. If you took the hit on the chin, it's because you didn't get it up quick enough. Right. If you uh, took unnecessary stagger damage, you were too early. You know exactly when it hits because it's a very what? big feedback when I, the attack the hits. The new Metroid game so... had
1: a parry mechanic that's apparently broken. That The hmm. donkey video made fun of a lot. Did you play Metroid uh, Prime?
2: So, uh, yeah, uh, Dread, Dread. Dread, Dread, sorry. Uh, so the, the parry mechanic in that... Uh, has an indicator where uh, the enemy flashes before it's about. To that's parry the shit I'm talking attack. about. I don't like it. when you see the uh. flash, you hit the button and that's, that's your timing. Yeah. And on some enemies, it is hard to do. Uh, sometimes the flash is very quick and the timing window is very small. Yeah. that That's the kind of
1: stuff I don't, I don't personally care for.
3: I did hear like, I haven't played Sekiro, but uh, from what I've heard, the, it, it has a much bar- better, better Perry uh, uh, mechanic than like it's, Dark Souls. Well,
1: cause it's, not essential, but you have it's, to use it. Yeah. In Dark Souls, you ain't got to use it.
3: Oh yeah. yeah.
2: I've, I've beaten Dark Souls one and I've beaten Elden Ring twice okay. with ever, without ever having to. Yeah, Sekiro's parry. is a little bit closer to what Stranger of Paradise is doing. It's parry and block are one button. If you time it perfectly, you get a parry. If you don't time it perfectly, you get a block, which is lesser to a parry. Oh. And it also
1: has like um, the enemies when they're, uh I don't know, remember if it was low on health or like angry or whatever. It had like a they cha- They had like that aura around them that was telling you to do something. Didn't that have to do with the parry? Uh, uh
2: so if so, enemies have a stance meter. That's what it is. And if you, and so do you. Yep. Which again, kind of like Stranger of Paradise. Your goal, uh, is more so to break the enemy's stance than to take out their HP. Because if their stance is broken, you can instant kill them. Right. You get the you. Get but the if super your stance play. is broken, then they can uh, instant kill you. So
1: gotcha. All right, enough of this bullshit. Uh, I'm gonna play. Parries
2: do more st- damage. Like, sorry, sorry. No, no. Let's,
0: you let's good get enough it. of this bullshit. This then. is
2: my
1: notator. That this is where I'm gonna put the intro in. It just—it's so good. I wish. Don't forget this. All right. Welcome back to this week's episode of Ben of the Machine. I'm Kevin. I'm Craig. And I'm DJ. And we're doing a, I was actually thinking of this on the car ride over. We're doing a Nutty Buddies, yeah. but it's not Nutty Buddies.
2: It's my first time on Nutty Buddies. Hi. Yeah. Hi.
1: Because l- Nutty Buddies is specifically the three of us. Uh, uh, Lucas and I, the three of uh, Lucas, Charles and I, Lucas and I had a name for our duos, which I'm blanking on right now, so I don't want to botch it. Botch it. And then I had like listisodes, which I intend to start back up with any number. Jake wants to do more of them, so it will be dope. So we need a name. I mean, also, technically, you and Albert were the Dream Warriors. Well, we still, not technically were, we still are. Yeah. It's just the world's longest hiatus. (laughs) We actually recorded half an episode. Um, We both had things to do that day, and he's like, I got like half hour. I was like, we can record some. So he came over, excuse me. We recorded like 22 minutes of, of a Dream Warriors episode. And the audio was unusable? No, no, it was perfect. It was good. Um and he's like all right i'll come back over next week we'll finish this out and i'll put it up and he's like all right so you have half an episode just never half did half. it just never <laughs> did it and i still have that on my computer i'm just it's gonna happen and when it does it'll be glorious mm. but we'll come up with a name for us but this is a is a is an unfi- uh, unsanctioned nutty buddies episode oh, unsanctioned we are yeah. drinking it sexier our storm along legendary dries as a bunch of uh piratey boys how it do you hurt. like it by the way i like it ever it's had it before
2: good. no i haven't it's i like it it's very nautical it,
1: um it's a very nautical cider yeah franny got it for me for my birthday and i've always i've been hooked it's mm. it's very very happily yeah it, it's happily but without being like um angry orchard sweet
3: yeah yeah i, I i'm not a big fan of the, the sweetness
1: yeah it's more dry and i like it but i wanted to have it says respect the apple on the side so craig take note Mm -hmm. i wanted to have something to sip while we do it so we are going to do mostly traditional nutty buddy styling so i've got we don't have anything for the ovulation station which is corrections we called it we called it that because uh and franny were the first ones to bring corrections Uh, so it's the ovulation station Uh, naturally
2: what else am I to do? That's the name. What is that? If you say something wrong, then you have to. Yeah, just like uh, you know, back?
1: talk talk out of pocket, misquote yeah. something, say say a wrong stat. Like there's one coming up uh, in the episode that happened. It will be the next episode. Uh, I've got one for uh, correcting Charles. Oh well, because he thought um, more people die of uh, colorectal cancer than lung cancer.
2: Oh, and you you looked up the stats. Oh, yeah, I looked up the stats real fast.
1: uh, Yeah, that that doesn't,
0: immediately doesn't sound right.
2: I think think most of the corrections are on things that Charles says, and they come from Craig at this point. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Craig's corrected some stuff. I don't know if I've ever
3: brought
1: him to the show, but I I think I have.
3: Also, like, I have known a a lot of people that died of lung cancer. Oh, yeah, no, it's, I'm not
1: going to say how much now, they'll hear it on the episode, but it's a dramatic It's a dramatically wrong stance to take, (laughs) is is, is all I'll say to it. But so we've got team building exercise to start. This is something we've started. We've done like four of them now. Okay. It's pretty hot. This is a different one. Everyone's been different. I haven't duplicated yet. But like Franny Feud was one. It was fun. It was fun as hell. Uh, I did the uh, dating show game with them. So for you guys, I have a classic. It's an all-time classic. And you should be able to get these right because I've talked about all of these things just in general. Um, so craig won't remember any of them that's
2: true are yeah. we playing like the newly kevin game
1: no no that w- oh <laughs> write that down hold on newly kevin game that's a that's gonna be that's gonna be a uh that's gonna be a team that, building for
3: another day that sounds like the name of a game show where like you've just became a kevin and
1: now you're gonna be quizzed on it
2: No, no, no. You've just become friends with Kevin (laughs) and you're going to be quizzed on Kevin.
1: Come on. What's the difference? So this one is an all-time classic, Two Truths and a Lie.
2: Okay. Uh,
1: You should be able to. I only brought two because I figured the reason why I say this is a mostly rigid Nutty Buddies is there's a couple other things we're going to want to talk about in general. Yeah, yeah. Um, Got some, oh, wow, surprise. going to talk One Piece a little bit. Just One a little piece? bit, because Jake wants to do a podcast with you and me, of course, and EJ oh, yeah. maybe even as well. We can do like a Halloween in July crew. Uh, a bit about One Piece. Cause... Yeah, yeah. He uh, texted me last night, and he's on uh, Amazon
0: Lily right now. Yeah, he just if finished gonna...
1: Amazon Lily.
2: He's going to Impel Down now. Yep. If Starting... we're gonna do that, maybe we should get some sake cups. Oh, no. yeah. yeah. we can dink them. He's yeah. just. I think now... there's
3: still some sake in the uh, the fridge. The, there is, but we more need to sake, get like we happy. need to get
2: the cups so that we yeah, can all you, pour you, out of the yeah, bottle. You and need can, the proper the
1: proper setup um he's just getting to learning about where everyone is um like he just oh, saw frankie yeah. on, on punk hazard and whatnot, yeah they so. do
3: that like three or four no, times throughout punk hazard, the uh,
1: Vega throughout the uh, saga yeah it, yeah it comes back every now and again because i was sitting there and he was asking me so i was answering because jake doesn't care about like spoilers and stuff all that much but i refuse to spoil some things and he's like all right so when do they all get back together i was like nah he's like oh so like right before the time skip i was like nah. (laughs) just just wait it out dog you'll see um but all right so uh yeah we're gonna do other stuff but we're gonna do these you both brought an icebreaker yeah or an icebreaker and a clothesbreaker or an icebreaker whichever way it goes um and then i've got jerry's corner and then we'll just chat okay okay. which if you listen to the first 10 minutes it's gonna be about the stuff we like so deal with it Mm. lucas will love listening to this anyways first two truths and a lie you both get three questions to ask me to elaborate on, if you so choose. Okay. Don't have to use it. Um, about, But not three about each thing in the Two Truths and a Lie. Just three, three in general. Three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the first Two Truths and a Lie. One, I've been run over by a lawnmower. Okay. okay. Two, I've been run over by a four-wheeler. Okay. And three, I've been run over, not by a bus, that's the obvious one. I left that out right, of this, right, right. but by a cow. Uh, okay, well... Trampled would be a better term there. But so you've been run over even, by quite a few things. Yeah. This like, isn't even Jesus. all of them, man. Uh-huh. I had to come up with a lie for this one. I <laughs> yeah. could have had five truths here all about what
2: I've been run over. Okay, okay. Okay, oh, okay, okay. I have, a, and when I I have say, a guess at this, but... When I
1: say run over, I mean... Like, not my foot. Like, I've been... But been been leg to chest under the wheels yes taken or out hooves, by these by the these things all right so those are the 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 three statements the two truths and one lie okay so
3: lawnmower four-wheeler cow correct uh so uh do you want to ask first or should
2: i
1: uh you start with the questions
2: okay um do we, is it three between us or three each three each okay because okay.
1: you're you're technically usually i i make it be a competition between luke and charles for something so we don't have a, a, a prize yet i'll think of something so uh,
3: off the bat, I don't know. I don't even have a clue. So uh, could be any of them. Uh, what uh, w- what kind of injuries did you sustain from each running over?
1: I will not answer for each one. So if you want to, you either want to know what kind of injuries did I sustain, and I won't tell you what they're from, all of them, or pick one of the things and ask if I got injuries from it. Okay, so, uh, let, let's, what did you sustain from the lawnmower? Shockingly the least. So, what? it was, it was, a, a riding lawnmower at my Aunt Cindy's house. My cousin Mark was riding on it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, thankfully the blade was off. You know, the, the <laughs> it was a freaking lawnmower. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, I mean, this was, cause I stopped going up to and I was like eight or nine years old. And, uh, Quite literally, he went over my like right across my midsection here, over my legs and off it. All I got, all I had was like mud stains and all that. Uh, Shockingly, sounds like the blades were pretty high up
2: then. Yeah, well,
1: you have to engage Uh, on on, on, on riding lawnmowers. You have to, you literally drop the deck to engage it, and since it was unengaged, it was all the way up. And I'm a little like eight year old, nine year old kid, so Uh,
2: I got one then. Yep, go. Uh, Whose four wheeler ran you over? Oh, that was going to be my next question.
1: My brother Andy's technically you know it was like a family four-wheeler it was a Polaris 400 all white thing was awesome it was one of the ones that didn't have gears you just had the forward and the back Mm -hmm. and he thought it would be funny to go over a jump with me on the back and I am not if I'm behind the wheel of something I'll be stupid drive fast jump shit be an idiot but when I'm the passenger I am like the sca- you know the memes yep, about yep. what your wife's like in the car? Yeah, like, yeah. that's me, and Andy just thought it was funny, so he hit a jump, I fell off, and when we landed, he landed on my leg, pulled me off the four-wheeler, and wore it right up over me. Oh, Jesus. Oof.
3: Okay. So, um, the cow. Okay. Uh, That cow. So uh, Insensitive, I won't say that again. <laughs> Jesus. I'm sorry. Uh, I think this, uh, uh th- th- I'll put it this way, to make the, the, the question answerable, mm-hmm. uh, who owned the cow, or if you don't know that, at least, like where or on whose land was the cow at when it ran you over? My
1: dad's cow. It, it was ours. Okay. Um, we uh, raised all of our cattle. Well, not all of them, I guess. When we moved to Texas and came back to New York, my dad got uh, permission from Joe, a family friend of his. He's known forever. To have our cows there. Had up to like 32 head at one point. My dad had a lot of cows on that property. And uh, we were out just tending to the fields, fixing fences. Cows fuck up fences all the time and break out. We're fixing fences and I don't know what it was about that day, but I was by myself fixing. Dad yells me, go do this. And one of those cows just, just, he, I can't say had it in for me because he didn't, it was a, I keep saying he, it was a she, no horns or anything, but she just fucking came trucking and I did not get out the way. So you kind of got tackled. Yeah, you know you went. They're huge, so right. I was like sixteen or something, so I wasn't small enough to go completely under it. But yeah, hits me with the front shoulders. I fall over, and it stomps on me and runs off. Oof. The the tough part about this
3: exercise is that the one I
2: think they're all uh, in in some truth. Yeah, yeah. Like I I think that the story about like. Your your brother going over a bump in his four wheeler, and while you were in the back, is a hundred percent true. Whether mm-hmm. or not you got thrown and went under the wheel. I see what you're saying. Okay, that may be the, the I have part.
1: done that before for this two truths and lie, yeah. half truth.
2: Like
3: but... the lie sounds like it's based on real information. It's not completely made up out of the blue, right? And is that snow outside? Oh yeah, yeah, it is oh, supposed to baby. snow
2: today. Um. I don't think we're going to get it's much of anything. To you. Yeah, York, upstate's going to have it worse.
1: New York is murdered right now. Mm-hmm. Back home, my my mother-in-law keeps texting my wife, showing her pictures. They're getting snow. <laughs> Anyways, you've got two more questions and one more question if you want yep. if you want to use them.
2: Um Okay. What injuries did you sustain from the cow? Uh mostly bruising
1: and I can't prove it. But I think I tore my ACL. My knee's never been the same since. Okay. I obviously didn't go to the doctors or nothing for it. but. Okay. Uh, then to follow
3: up on that, since we asked about the, the uh, two of them, oh, how, what injuries did you
1: get from the, the, the four-wheeler? Uh, mild concussion. I fucking whopped myself off the ground because we were in the air, and when we landed – my, i slid off and it slapped me onto the ground uh and then just cuts all up my leg where where it landed just cuts up my leg the rest of me was dirt and whatever
2: i think i'm gonna i'm, I'm gonna put in a guess now i won't use my last okay question. so
1: uh official guesses for this two truths and a lie
2: i think that the cow is the lie
1: okay i think the lawnmower is a lie okay round one of two truths and a lie DJ got it right. The cow's Dang. the lie. I have never been trampled by a cow, mostly because a you see slash hear him coming a mile away, and b our cows are behaved.
0: All right. We I
2: I don't... think what the tell for me was is that uh you didn't describe any injuries from when the hoof stepped on you, which that mm. would have been a uh, big, oh the yeah no they're thing.
1: big that would have that would have fucked me up. I mean my yeah. brother has had his foot stepped on and it does some
2: ooh yeah they're big yeah they're, they're big. Bitches. That's a lot of that's a lot of weight on a single point. Like, yeah that's that that you would look like uh, Goku after Piccolo did the special bean kill. Oh, oh yeah
3: I just figured that uh, uh, the, the the lawnmower had to be alive because
1: you didn't get hurt. Yeah, I was. I, I don't know if it's because I was young enough and malleable enough or what. They're but,
2: they're they're relatively light though. Like, yeah, and they the I mean, but weight my cousin is distributed and the blades it. weren't engaged. Yeah, so
1: it just literally like um, those tires on a lawn. I'm putting that on, the tires on a lawnmower are very soft too. But yeah, it literally just we're on my the 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 lawn and Mark comes tumbling through and he wasn't pressing the brake and he just right up over and off of me.
3: It wasn't so, bad. i I do have to say like the, the four-wheeler one that was like the most believable of the
1: that three that one sucked and is one of the worst days of my entire life mm. i was we were riding through my dad owned 70 acres 60 acres we're just riding having fun and uh andy was like i can't we we're going to get some he's like get on we'll go i was like all right so i get on he takes me through the woods and we had this one spot up above the pond that's just a freaking U in the ground and he slammed it and when we went in the air you know i'm screaming i'm pissed off at him I just slid to the left just enough for my foot to to be off of the, um, whatever you call it, the, the footrest there. Yeah. I don't remember, there's a name for it. Um, so when we landed, my foot literally landed
2: under the tire and it just pulled me under. Ouch. Uh. Pulled me and sent me. And it, I, I do, though, 100% believe that your dad had a herd of cattle and that you have done work oh, around yeah, yeah. the cattle. No, oh, I've, that's all true. And it's I have just, been
1: charged by cows before, but it, they never, cows don't follow through. You know they're not. There's just they they run at you to either get past you or they're scared. Um, they never actually are like, oh, "Fuck this guy!" <laughs> like I'm gonna yeah. get him. I don't know. I haven't interacted with a cow. Yeah. I'll take you home. You
3: can
2: see bulls can be aggressive, but well, yeah, yeah. But cows generally. But even are.
1: then, they won't run you over. They'll smack the shit out of you with their head. Mm. Um. All right. Um. Well, I mean, I'm sure they would run you over. Second, two truth and a lie. All right. This one might be easier. Might be harder. It's a little more diverse. It's not all one thing. But uh. Number 1. I've broken my left leg twice. Okay. My left femur to be specific, oh, twice. That's a... Uh my parents forgot about me outside of the church for 2 hours. <laughs> I stood outside of the church in my town just waiting to get picked up. Uh-huh. Mom and dad were asleep. Uh-huh. Last one. I once got stuck in a hay fort for 6 hours before someone came to find me. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I mean, I actually have an idea of which one of these is yeah. untrue, but
1: the church one is
3: very believable because, like, I've had that parents happen to get, me. P- parents forget kids all the time. Uh, it was one time uh, we went to church, and my parents came separately in different cars. I don't remember the reason, but I don't know scheduling or whatnot. And they both thought the other one was going to do it. That brought me home, mm. and so they just both went home, and I was just like at the church by myself, <laughs> just waiting.
2: Yeah, I was like, <laughs> um, "Where would
3: my parents go?" Yeah,
2: did you did you say how old you were when you were stranded at the church? Uh, I was in Awana's. I think I've talked about Awana's yeah, I before. I was it. in Awana's, right, right. so
1: I would have been anywhere from ten to thirteen, something in that in that general ballpark. Okay, well, uh,
2: I, I guess that was my first question since yep. you didn't say.
3: Okay, so. question one down. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, wait, the third one
1: was you were. Wait, trapped in a hay fort? Trapped in a hay fort for six hours before I finally got out. How do you get trapped? Uh, Have you ever been in a... Just this isn't like my answer. Have you ever been in a hay fort? Uh, I'm imagining
2: that you like stacked hay hay bales up in such a way as to make a space that you could crawl into and so, Is is that what it is? Is So hay
1: forts are way cooler than that. Uh, We used to do this at the Mandevilles. So this will be a bit of a long answer. We used to do this at the Mandevilles. Um you go into the hay barn and we have there you've seen them before the conveyor belts that run up to a random door up on the top of the barn and that's where you set a hay bale it goes up it falls down in and then you go and you stack the hay so you literally have a pile you grab it and you start lining up and you make perfect ba 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 all the way up and when you're doing that especially as kids you can create paths literal passageways throughout ooh so you would spend all day doing hay and you'd spend all day putting it in, and then the next day, now that hay's done, you'd spend all day stacking hay into a fort. And you would—I'm I'm not kidding how elaborate these mazes inside of these barns were. You would—we put um, battery lanterns every, you know, they would make—like, let's say we made a big S, and then we'd make an opening where you could sit down, and we'd put a lantern up. So you're crawling through pitch black— until you get there. How oh, Literally walk, put your hands up, turn, walk, or, well, not walk, you're on your hands and knees. Or I suppose you
2: could bring a flashlight or something.
1: Yep. But... Yep, you could. But when there's so many of you, we didn't have eight or nine flashlights. You know, there's right. four of us, three of them, and any friends we had along. So, um, I, what was the original question? So I just wanted to explain hay forts really quick. So, yeah, you can make. Oh, how, how, how'd you get stuck? Okay. So I was in the hay fort, and the way that they usually work is two bales like this standing up the tall way, and that's your height which is about like two and a half feet, which is why you're down hands and knees, a little kid crawling. Uh, And then you do like that across top, like doing Legos. And I'm crawling through there. I'm terror. Even today, I'm still kind of, I was terrified of the dark. So I was crawling to and from one of the uh, pods, like our, our stop points. And I, Bumped the hay bale because I got kind of scared. And you collapsed the tunnel. And I didn't like, I didn't collapse on me, but a bale fell, so I couldn't move it. And because it's pitch black, you couldn't, you can't put it back into place. So I was like, didn't know what to do. So then I just went forward, got to one of the weight spots, and I just hung. And out I just there. sat there. Yeah, because I couldn't huh. figure out how to get that bale out of my way because it's pitch black.
2: And that was the only tunnel that you could use to escape.
1: Yeah. It, no, there was no. It didn't loop back out. It okay. was, it went it was
2: to... very important then that you underst- You explained the hay forts that yes. we could understand yeah. how that works. Because
1: you're, you're only in a barn, so you can't, I mean, I guess you could if you were clever enough, but we were kids. You can't really make it from one door to the next. You're instead making it from where you start stacking oh. to the end, which is usually the back of the barn where there's no door. So it's always just that.
2: Okay. My next question is, what are the stories behind each time you broke your femur? I imagine one of them is the bus.
1: The bus is the is, is the one. Yep. I mean, and I broke a lot more than my femur, which is why I started with leg. But right. on the other occasion, I didn't break like my hip and everything like I did on that one. I only broke my femur. I was three years old. I was young. I was very young. And my brothers were playing tag. And we were at the Grange in Spencer, which is like the local building where... I mean, Grange is a common term, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So we're at the Grange. And because I was so little, I was watching them play. I'm standing by the coats and they literally just someone, one of them, and maybe cousins, I don't know who, ran, hit that. And as it fell, well, this leg, my left leg was just in it. So as it fell, it went like that. Snapped my femur. Ouch. I think I was younger than three, actually. I'd have to ask my mom. Maybe I was like two because it takes, it doesn't take a lot of force to break your leg when you're that young.
3: Okay. Oh, I don't know what to ask now. How many? Qu- I've only used one. You've only used
1: one? He's used two.
3: Hmm. Truths and a lie. Ha ha ha. Uh, uh, ha ha ha. Oh, I wonder why there was a cop driving through our neighborhood. That's on me. Don't tell them I'm here. Oh, mm. Okay. Um, uh, uh, the second one is just so self explanatory that I don't even know what to ask about that. Yeah. I understand. I got what I
2: wanted out of the first one. No. Well, I'm not going to suggest questions to you. I only have one left, and I have two things I'd like to ask. I'm trying <laughs> yeah. to figure out there you go. which one I want to ask. There you go. Um, okay. Um...
3: Oh, no. You, you gave us. You were at Awana's, uh, and you said your parents just. Wait. What, what time did you get out of Awana's? I think
1: we get out of Awana's at 730 uh a.m. or p.m. p.m. it was an after-school thing monday nights okay so i got out of school monday went to awana's i think it's like you know three hours of you know what well, you do church stuff well, did i ever tell you about the most effed up thing about Awana's? that the reason that like kind of drove me away from it
2: the the fact that you were told that you had to uh memorize bible you verses you had to, or you didn't get to participate bible in playtime? Verses.
1: And if you failed at the Bible verse memorization, you didn't get to join in on the game, which we played like dodgeball and whatever. Uh. And I was like, what kind of
2: fuck shit is this? I have to. And like failure could be something like uh, it said, oh, it said uh, it said um, it said the here, but you (laughs) said you here.
1: And I for a while there, I got around it by just saying John 316 over and over again, because that was the one we sang before service. They, uh-huh. they put it into a song and we sang it. So whenever we got done with service, you went to your room with the kids your age, you did more Bible shit, and then they were like, all right, everybody, it's your turn. A verse, just tell me a verse. You read the Bible last night, right? Tell me a verse, and I'd be like, John 3.16, for <laughs> God so loved. <laughs> and i just say that, and eventually they were like, yeah, no more. But anyway, so I think we got out of Awana's about 7.30. Oh, okay, okay.
2: DJ? Okay. Uh, here. How were you discovered? In how how did they discover you in the hay fort?
1: So we usually got to play in the hay fort in the evenings because the day when the literally it was a farm, like a like a vegetable farm, um, we would spend all day taking care of you know picking beans, digging potatoes, pulling corn, you know, uh, or if it was the spring planting everything um so it was in the afternoon we got to go play so i everyone says we're gonna go do whatever they actually had this cool thing the sauna where we played video games and we were like all right well what are we gonna do are we gonna play games are we gonna blah, blah blah i was like yeah let's go play in the hay fort and i just went so you know, let's go play in the hay fort nobody followed me they all wanted to do other things mm-hmm. so it was getting bedtime I mean, it was pitch black out i'm sure at this point it was probably like eight or nine p.m um well in the summer i guess there still would have been sunlight mm-hmm. And I just wasn't home. My brothers had gone home. And I—it was we lived, I can show you on Google Maps, we lived right next door. So mm-hmm. we just walked to and from, whether it was for work or play. And because my brothers couldn't find me and the Mandevilles couldn't find me, my mom calls, hey, is he staying the night there tonight? Because I was never home. And Janet said, yeah, I don't know. I'll find out. Couldn't find me. Sent Garrett to look for me. And Garrett's like, yeah, he wanted to play in the hay. <laughs> so you know, that is what I said. So good on him for remembering.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay, I think I'm ready to guess then.
1: Okay. Uh
3: Oh yeah, you have one more question. Okay, so the 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 wanas thing. Why were your parents
1: asleep at 7:30? Uh first off, my parents are just old country people as fuck like they, this isn't new they've always they you, you still set, do this. you
2: set with the sun and yeah they, rise they the still morning. do this
1: I, I will admit um but why they were asleep that day i honestly don't know all of my brothers were with me at Iwanas. it wasn't like only one of us so you like oh all of you. All of us were at Iwanas. we all went freddie was like 14 and travis was like eight so yeah all of us all four of us were there and um I don't know. Maybe they thought we were staying at friends' house. Maybe it fucking blanked that they were supposed to be doing something. Or maybe they did the thing old people do and fall asleep on the couch. I honestly don't yeah, know. That, that, is, but, that is old people. Yeah, we stood out there till about 9.30 at night. And they didn't come pick us up. The pastor took us home. Because huh. Huh. They, they when Awana's closed, they didn't go home. You know, they It's their church. That's their shit. So they're doing everything. And they came out finally. It's just at like, and I, hey, what are you kids They came doing out at like 9.10, 9.15, and we're just like, why are you standing on the sidewalk? We're, like, We're waiting for mom and dad,
2: <laughs> and we
1: just waited. Mm. Okay, well that's all the questions. Okay,
2: this is actually a pretty tough one, and I feel like it's going to end up being kind of a shot in the dark here. This one is
1: this. this one has more of a half truth than the last one. The last one was right. I'd never gotten trampled. By a I account, I better.
2: think it is I I think it's the femur. I I think you didn't okay. break your feet. You definitely broke it the first time. I think you didn't break it the second time.
3: Okay.
1: Uh, that's actually my gut as well. I was going to say the femur. Okay. You want to go with that or do you want to try to go off just in case? I'm asking this in because in Good Mythical Morning, whenever on the final one they both say the same thing, Stevie goes after them for saying the same thing. You don't have to change. I'm just no, asking. I'm sticking with the femur. Okay. You both suck. You're wrong. Ah, oh, fuck.
2: Uh, I, so I was actually thinking the church one uh, as well, that was the one I was going to go with second.
1: Nope, wrong again, it was, I was about fort. to say there's it's... the hay for it. There was a lot of uh, detail to the church one that sounded true. The the so uh, I have broke this leg twice. Um, the actual femur twice. I, I've broken other things on this leg as well, but around the side, I should say. Um, yeah, I was I was like. I had to have been like two or two. The, the
2: reason I was doubting the church one is because I was doubting that feral teenager Kevin would not have just walked <laughs> home after that, a certain point. That's
1: actually a very good point because we were in downtown and friends of mine, well downtown as much as downtown could be, friends of mine lived not far. I could have just walked to a friend, yeah. but I'm I'm out there with all three of my brothers and we're just joking, playing. You know, you pick up rocks, you throw there's a creek right next to us with the bridge. Uh, see, so we're just kind of goofing around, wasting like time. You, you
2: don't feel like you have anywhere to be. Yeah.
1: So. It was a free night. Um, but that's a really good point. The hay one is is uh the closest to a half truth because we did make a lot of hay forts. And we did have people get stuck in them.
2: Actually, I, I think the part that I found hard to believe about that one was the fact that you would actually go off alone into the hay I fort. I would
1: never, ever go into one of them alone. I was terrified of the dark. Oh, yeah,
2: that makes a lot of sense. I,
1: I would not go into those hay forts without Garrett, was the kid my age who who I hung out with the most, without him to where I could touch him. I would be behind. I would never be in front because I didn't want him to dip, and I wanted to make sure I could grab his leg. And we would go through the whole thing and have a wonderful time. But I would never go so, in there by myself. So yeah,
2: I found something that I thought was an inconsistency in each story. Yeah. But like yeah. no, it was a fair.
3: Way. Well, it was a toughie. The, the the church one. The moment you said you were the uh, you're also abandoned. Oh, not abandoned, but forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> with your brothers, I was like, okay, that 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 makes sense. Mm-hmm. And uh, but yeah, I'm a I'm a. I'm an awful
1: detective. Yeah, you suck. DJ wins. You're my honorary best friend for the podcast. <laughs> oh fuck. Yeah, you did this to yourself. I was rooting for you. But you uh, maybe in. I influenced you on the second one though, so. Yeah. No,
3: no, that was my gut answer even mm. before you answered. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that one is is and it, it's kind of um unfair cuz I was so young that it, like there was no I have repercussions from the bus one, but that one was like little kids, you know, they, they hurt that kind of yeah. shit all the time.
2: That that was actually kind of what I was thinking when I went yeah. with that, because I was like, ah, I, I know about the bus thing, but I yeah. thought I would have thought if the second one had happened, I would probably hear more about the state of your femur. Yeah. Yeah,
1: that's true. But, no, I am things tough as nails now. Oh, I'm sure. Been now, glued yeah. together multiple times. It's yeah. so strong. All right. That does it for two truths and a lie. Now we can move on to the next official segment. I want to get sounds in. I want to maybe I'll get like a friend that makes music to make like a sound. Like oh, you want a sound? <laughs> you know what? That's that's the that's the send off for the segment. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and we will do
2: our icebreaker.
1: Who wants? Who's would work better as a clothesbreaker? Uh, well, I don't. Know
3: I know, but you know. I what honestly don't feels know
2: like. what the the difference between. It's just the second trigger, one. Yeah. It's just the second one. <laughs>
1: yeah, my mine's. A,
0: hmm.
1: Do you think yours is a yes or no answer or a long form conversation?
3: Oh, it's not yes or no.
1: It's okay. a, it's an open
3: ended. What about
2: yours? Mine is also open ended.
1: All right, let's just start with my best friends. Oh, fuck you! Icebreaker <laughs> uh, okay, okay.
2: uh, time, baby. So this is definitely something we've discussed before, but I feel like it's something that our answers might change on. And I also don't think we've ever had this conversation on podcast before. So. Okay. Also, mine's a totally not serious one. I mean, that's the perfect not, thing. Mine's not really all that serious. It's a perfect one for a close breaker then. Okay. Uh, again, this is a this is a hypothetical situation. You may ask me any question; I have all the answers. Okay. Um. So, hypothetically, you are leaving this world forever to live in the world of any fictional any fictional universe. Okay. Right. This it is. It can a be a novel. Can okay. be a video game. Oh, can be okay. uh, an anime. Whatever. Okay. You live in that universe, but you are just you. Oh, you know everything shit, right. that you know. Uh, if the universe has, like, a vehicle through which you could get powers, like, if you're in One Piece, you could eat a devil fruit. Or Shaolin Showdown, I could
1: get an artifact.
2: Yeah, but, like, if you go to, like, the Avatar era, you, you you're are not a avatar. bender because you're you're yeah. not. Yeah, that you, makes you sense. You don't have that, but, like, you could learn a martial art or chi blocking or right. something. Right, yeah, but if I'm But not lear- you are limited by your if own I'm physical I'm not learning a
1: martial arts in this world, I ain't yeah. learning the one I go to. Mm. Um. Okay. Oh, this is such a tough one. You know what makes this question so hard and is always hard for me because everyone just names their favorite world and moves about their day stories are specifically written to have insane stakes and like villains and like enemy factions that are immediately dangerous and present that it makes going to these worlds and being like man I just want to be
2: around Batman it's like I don't want to be in Gotham (laughs) are you kidding me I would never want to be in Gotham. the world doesn't have to be super fantastical. You could just be like, yeah. I want to live in the world of Breaking Bad, but I don't know why you'd want to live no, in the No, no, that's not what I want to live yeah, in. No, I no one mean, that's... wants to live in New Mexico. Yeah, come on. <laughs> Albuquerque. Yeah, I
1: assume we at least have to go into a relative area of what this thing is known for um you know because breaking bad is just our world so i'd just be like yeah breaking bad and i just stay uh, yeah, on the
2: couch recording uh, if you said breaking bad then you don't like and then i'm just going to sit uh in my house because <laughs> yeah, i assume yeah. the equivalent of my house <laughs> yeah. now you'd be you'd be like closer to the action if it is a fantasy world though you could go anywhere you want, right because usually
1: they flesh that stuff out yeah oh man shit no that's a tough one that's a tough one in cl- uh, so in icebreaker fashion It is, it is, I'm not saying this just off the moment, it is tradition that the asker answers first to give the other two time. Okay. So that Um, is how we
2: do it. So I, I had, uh, given a bit of thought to this and, uh, I think, I think, uh, it's tough because my answer changes to
0: this. Well, you can, and as we talk, you
1: might come up with a better answer to keep rolling with. So that's fine. I may, I may. That's
0: totally Um,
2: fine. Um, uh, Oh, I have an answer. Oh, you have a good one? Not a good one, (laughs) but an answer. Uh, You know, I just ask the questions. I don't know if my answers are good. I was thinking the Avatar world, but like Legend of Korra era. Okay, slightly more updated. Yeah. Technology isn't quite modern, but it's got kind of a roaring 20s thing with some fantasy stuff going on. It's not a terrible place to be if you're just a regular guy. Yeah. Yeah. And you can make friends with a bender. Yeah, you could. You absolutely could.
1: I'm on the record as saying earthbending is my favorite bending, so I would make friends with earthbenders as fast as possible. You uh-huh. know how much fun we can have in the woods with earthbending? <laughs> Making forts and like slides in the dirt and like, oh man, mud pits. You know how much I like mud pits. I'm, yeah. I've talked a lot about my love for mud pits.
2: Also, the, the hybrid animals are just cool. I also bet the food's good there. The
1: animals are sweet, which makes the food sadder. Yeah. <laughs> it is. I might be a vegetarian if I go to one of those. Well, I mean, else. you'd
2: be in good company. You could become an air acolyte. True. They're all vegetarians. True.
1: That's like Pokemon. You know, that's the age-old question with Pokemon. Do they eat the Pokemon? You know, Pokemon it's
2: like, was actually an answer that I was considering. It's not a bad answer, especially if you
1: take like the watered down shitty version that the games give you where you just get to either be a trainer or not. Like that shit's kinda cool. Mm. I'll give that the benefit of the uh, Yeah, and
2: you you absolutely could become a Pokemon trainer. Like yeah. a- anyone could do that. Yeah. So all right,
1: Craig, do you have something lined up? Oh fuck no. Alright, I'm gonna answer first. It's a it's a it's a it's a it's like a it's like a it's like a fake cheat answer, but also very fun. I wouldn't hate to live in the world of odd world stranger's wrath. Have either of
2: you had time. I've showed you it, but I yeah, don't know. If you've I, I know. It. I am familiar with the world. Have you ever played it?
3: I haven't played that Odd World, but I know like of the Odd World. Yeah, odd,
1: that's one of my favorite series ever. I think it's so much fun. Munch's Odyssey is great, um, which I think was the first 3D one they made. But irrelevant. In Stranger's Wrath, it's a Western game, so just imagine Western times, but with big fat Odd y characters. But what's so fun about it is that your weapons for western offs because he's a bounty hunter in the game are cute little animals you shoot off a crossbow yeah you shoot like a skunk out of your crossbow and it makes like a, a a stink gas cloud that stuns them or you shoot spiders out of your crossbow that webs them and ties them up so you can turn in your bounties or you shoot like uh i can't remember what the squirrel does i think that's just damage but you just you, you it's a it, it's imagine being in a clint eastwood movie but with uh, chipmunks getting launched off your wrist mounted uh uh, crossbow mm-hmm. it is freaking great man mm. plus the western time is a great time to be alive you drink rum all the time you ride your horse all the time and you just go to and from the watering holes yeah what's more what could, what more could i ask for in this world i guess boats i like boats yeah, yeah yeah i might have to change my answer to something boat related actually oh man this is such a tough answer
3: because like a lot of the stories
2: I like and the worlds they take place in, I would die in. Yeah, no, they're hecked up.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a up. lot of
2: it. That's a, that's why like One Piece sounds like a bad idea. Like even though you could eat a devil fruit and that would be rad, so, but the odds of you actually getting your hands on one here's and the, then not getting murdered here's the
1: catch to One Piece. You go to an island that's protected by an emperor, and you're more or less safe. Depending on the emperor. Until
2: someone starts fucking with that emperor, the emperor starts fucking with you. No,
1: even then, because there is like a, um, there is a, I, because you said we get to keep all our knowledge. You do, yep. There is a, a relative hierarchy in one piece of respect. So even if someone comes to fuck with you, and even if they win, there's complications for them further on that will either help you or hurt you. So there is some islands that are, like where Nami goes during the two-year time skip. Mm. I wouldn't mind going there, Weather Island. It's yeah. called like like with area. Yeah, with area, that's a sky island with old men dressed like wizards. That'd be fun. Oh,
3: I would just go to Amazon Lily because I know the secret They'd of the kill sisters. You. Oh yeah, then they can't kill you. Yeah. So you would blackmail them. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't die, and it's a, it's
2: a, it's a, it's a, it's a
3: protected area. It's a. Island
2: of muscle yeah. mommy, so uh, I do I do think you'd wind up as a statue though, because I don't think you could be like unhorned Oh yeah, you're right, <laughs> I would be a statue. <laughs> you'd be way too horny. Dude, you wanna go where Sanji
1: went. Everyone knows it.
2: Com Baka King.
1: Oh
3: Kingdom. my god, that is such a very problematic part of that no story. it isn't
2: they fix themselves well kind of they, <sighs> they they kind of walk it back a little bit they walk it back uh, I, I i was talking about this yesterday it's a very very minor spoiler i don't think yeah but.
1: i don't think they walk it back as much as the setup is insensitive.
2: Well, yeah, the this, this setup is insensitive. Yeah. But like Oda has said in interviews that it, like there's no like disrespect or transphobia. Yeah, he has or always anything been going on between a, Sanji and them.
1: He has always been an ally. He has always been positive of any lifestyle. And in the story, it exists outside of that island. And I think that the 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 setup and the humor he was trying to portray with Sanji and all that bullshit that didn't land. I don't think he walked it back at all. He just got past the shitty setup he just got right, out it, it.
2: like basically he 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 was he was not like badly intentioned with it but it doesn't come off very good and he's he's realized that he's acknowledged that and he's for kind those of that don't know it,
1: but sanji the, the series uh, lover boy the series horny boy he wakes up on an island of trans people or just it's never even clear if they're trans crossdressers, if they're uh, identifying they're just it's it's called the island of freedom by a lot of accounts. It's where you can be whatever you so, want. yeah, they, it they they may,
3: when they get to to um uh the the part in uh, Marine Ford with the um, Ivankov. Yeah, and uh, what w- what's her little area called? New new comma comma, comma, comma Kamebaka. Comma, comma,
2: yeah,
3: comma it was a new Kamebaka or something yeah. like that. Uh, that, and, and that is yeah, new Kamebaka. and she yeah, yeah. has uh uh the um, or hormone
1: well, hormone fruit. Is she? He, he, it's he, he, he it's he. he. Um, and, and Ivankov is identified as and referred to as he mostly, they but, with use ab- yeah. but with the, they sometimes, yeah, but with the ability but. to be whatever they want. But yeah, yeah. Uh, but, he
2: has, uh, the, I don't uh, think either Ivankov or Bon Clay are actually very picky about pronouns. No, they, they don't give a shit. Pronouns. Yeah, they don't Yeah, give but a shit.
3: he has the hormone, hormone flu, and fruit. And he makes it clear that there, there are some people that do get it and, and some, some people that don't.
1: Yeah. Uh, I was just watching the episode with Jake and, uh, when, uh, Sanji has his initial reaction of if like vitriol, hatred, and fear of like what is this? Um, Elizabeth is the name of the of the person that in, that greets him. Is like it's the island of freedom. Everyone who shows up is whatever they want to be with a female heart. So it's kind of you know it kind of leaves it open to anything you want it to be. Oh, uh, oh, but to to actually answer
3: the, the the question, I would probably say one of the Dungeons and Dragons world. Okay. Cuz I think it has a fair mix of uh being able to actually learn the magic of that
2: world. Yeah, magic is learnable. Right, right. If you, and also you, you could never be a sorcerer cuz that's inherent. Oh, but gotcha. you could be a wizard. Gotcha.
3: And they also have plenty of uh, uh sexy ladies. Yeah, of course, obviously. With different skin tones, oh, would... green, blue, and including some muscle mommy orcs, so Let's, you know, yeah. best of best of both worlds. Let's
1: just go into Fable. Chase chickens and marry as many women as possible. Yeah, well. like I a would bit of love a shithole, Fable. Though. No, mm. Fable's easy, man. Just stay out of the woods for the bandits or learn for force push. That's <laughs> it. That's, that's it, your two it, options. Magic is learnable in that yeah. one. I
2: did. I do
1: love Fable. Yeah, Fable's good stuff, and the new one's gonna be good. I don't care what anyone says. I hope it's good yeah yeah uh i'll i'll take you one farther if you if you had to go to an island in one piece which island do you go to
2: ah that's a good question Uh, because there's a lot of cool
1: hmm. answers but that some are scarier than others like i think zoe is a phenomenal answer no spoilers for craig i i would go to zoe in a heartbeat
2: zoe would be cool what's Um, one
1: where i don't turn to stone (laughs) yeah yeah, exactly and it's got to be one you've seen yeah you know
2: if it were after the arc takes place, Dressrosa would probably be a decent place to it live. It can
1: be. You, you go there with all your information. You can wait it out and go post Dressrosa. Okay. Yeah. Well, Alabasta would also be cool.
2: Actually, no. I have a hard answer for this. Fishman Island. Ah, oh, Fishman Island's cool. Oh, yeah. Fishman Island. You just like fish
0: people. Yeah.
1: <laughs> But let let's see. I just a... want Arlong's big mommy sister, <laughs> which I know is a I... weird thing to say, but you know what I mean. I do. I do. Like yeah, that, I mean, that's true.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <Come on. laughs> I mean, you're right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> They're booing because I'm
3: right. Well, I'm like, uh, well, let, let's see. You have a, a Luffy's home island, which is canonically shit yeah uh
2: then then yeah, you have don't want to live there pretty much
1: the entirety of the east blue is shit
2: uh, then uh, i'll i'll live at Baratier, i'll be a dishwasher
1: no that's not an island no, you can't no. live
2: uh, <laughs> okay. zoro's island's
3: okay uh th- there's nothing special about zoro's island or uh, uh um nami's island or no, no. or uh, uh, Usopp's. uh nami's island would be nice. the, the nicest thing backwater.
1: about water yeah the nicest thing about the east blue is You don't have pirate supremacy, like that's the whole point of the blue. Is that it's boring, yeah? Nobody wants to be there because nothing comes from there other than gold rush. And Let's see, then and we movie. Ha- uh, Whiskey Peak, and now,
3: um, Little Garden would be sick. Little Garden, oh, uh, dinosaurs. Yeah, I would not want to live on. in Little Garden. Come uh, on, Drum unless Island's I am Dory cold. and
1: or Bragi, I would do not want to live in Little Just Garden. Just hang out with Dory and Bragi.
3: <laughs> Alabasta wouldn't. Be awful post crocodile, it gets yeah. its rain back. It kind of hot, though. Yeah, yeah. it's so uh, hot right now. Let's see. Then, uh, uh Java, uh, uh, you would get harder to Java. Yeah, yeah. Lawless. Yeah, yeah. Lawless. Uh, I'm don't even know how I would get to Skypia. although Skypia
2: would be cool. If could get would be-
1: there. there is multiple ways to get there, the story just never tells us, which is a shame. I am very interested. And let's mm. see. After it's um
2: uh, water seven seven. would be sick yeah water Water seven seven and you know
1: what you could simulate real life here because they are sinking into the ocean (laughs) Uh
2: uh-huh it's a win-win i mean yeah it's basically venice yeah
1: uh thriller bark no no uh aqua laguna would be rough also thriller bark's not an island yeah that's true uh sabody also thriller bark doesn't
2: exist anymore because gecko got
1: yeah
3: Sab. I, I don't. Somebody I
2: would be like neat. It's like a safer version of Jaya. So, like, if you want to be like near some action, maybe. But, but you'd have to deal with the celestial. Dragons. You could wake yeah, up yeah, and I be I a slave. Day. Day. I was
3: Instantly. about to say I wouldn't want to go anywhere where I could even feasibly come in contact with celestial. Dragons. Which I
1: think is just the park. I think that's like the only spot that the they park don't seems go.
2: like it'd be cool. And you are a human, so that at least they'd let you in there. Yeah. Um. Then let's see. We are we already talked
3: about Fishman Island, and then. I'm currently on Punk Hazard, so well, I guess Fishman Island has
2: the bonus of you'd never have to run into a celestial dragon. Yeah, yeah I guess the answer is Fishman Island, just All from right. process of elimination.
1: I like that. I like that.
2: What about you, DJ? You have
1: a slightly more islands than him.
2: I I I, I said Fishman Island. And I'm sticking to it. I don't think I'd want to live in Zo necessarily. Well. Mm. Uh... Well, uh, uh, no. Craig would hundred percent given his proclivity. No, no, no. Yeah. you one hundred percent given your I'm, I'm, proclivities. I'm picking. Would Zo. want to live in Zo. I'm <laughs> picking Zo. That's Man, my answer.
1: What what arc is that? It's after Dressrosa. Okay. So mm-hmm. you're about 160 episodes. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm a bit away.
3: because you're in Punk, right? Yeah, yeah. And
1: Dressrosa is 118 episodes. I still th- I've
3: got like 20 or 30 more episodes of Punk. Yeah, I think. Punk
1: Hazard was. Sh- I remember I was talking to DJ. I was like, Yeah, it's like a 30, 25, 30 episode arc. It's like 50. I was like, what?
2: D- oh, yeah. What the hell? Anyways. I'm Zoe uh, I'm... So would legitimately be a great place to live if you could just, like, I don't know, decide to wait until, like, wherever the series is currently and then go there. Right, right. Maybe yeah. not go there, like, when the Straw Hats are visiting. When he's there, you
1: don't want to go there, yeah. Mm. Well, when he's where he's at right now, you don't want to go there. Fun fact about Dress Rosa, while you're watching it, Craig, keep in mind it takes place in 24 hours.
2: Oh, 118 episodes in 24 hours. Jesus. Well, not quite. At the end, it does kind of. Go oh, okay, over a we're few not days, counting but, like, the outro. The main events, yeah. from like the beginning to like defeating the antagonist is one day.
1: 110 episodes, let's say, 24 mm, hours. Damn, and and it's not even fair to call it 24 hours. It's more like 14 or 15 hours. Oh, he doesn't even know Fujitora yet. No, he doesn't know anything, oh, man. He didn't know anything. Uh, the names not a spoiler. You names haven't not a heard spoiler. It. Um, and when you hear it, you see him. so it's not even like a setup. Uh, yeah, I, I pick Zoe, so fair enough. All right, uh, close breaker time. oh, okay.
3: um this th- this
1: is mine. you
3: are you have to bring back to life, oh. resurrect oh, someone in their prime historical figure, they have to be dead, of course. With the sole purpose of
2: boning them. Yeesh. Okay. Who's your historical figure? I mean, there's so you like said G- they have to—they have to be someone that you bring back to life. They have yeah. to be in dead. their prime, yep. though. He said. Yeah. Bring you're them bringing the them prime. back in their prime. Cause okay. Okay. Obviously, you're boning them.
3: Right. Right.
1: Right. Uh, you
2: don't—you don't,
3: uh, don't uh, want to uh. bring
1: up their old person. Like, mm. you don't want to bring up the crusty mm. zombie. Yeah. That there's like the obvious answers, right? Marilyn Monroe's like a like a quick boom. Cleopatra's like a quick boom, but. Oh, well, well. since since I brought it up, I'll go first. Yeah, I, yeah. I thought about this.
3: And, you know, I, I, I did think like a little bit. You uh, picked
1: Mao Zedong, didn't you? Oh, yeah. You know me. He has Zedong.
2: With that so, Mao. he yeah, yeah. does have Zedong. I, I
3: did think of like some of the obvious ones like, you know, Betty White or Lucille Ball. Betty was a fox. Mm. But then I realized I pick Helen of Troy. Just so I could flex on two ancient civilizations.
1: That's true. That's true.
0: You, and a few mythological figures. If you want to yeah.
1: actually flipping out on the religion, just pick a Joan of Arc. Mm. Just I, give a big fu uh, sh- to the Catholic I thought Church. About Joan Did live of Arc? long enough, though. Oh, to was be she like- young? Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Oh,
2: I didn't know. I'm sorry. She never quite made it to like a legal age. Don't 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 use my ignorance
1: against me. I didn't know. Actually, I'd
2: have to look that up. That may end up being a correction. Thought, How old was she when she died?
3: I thought she was like 19 or something. Oh, whew, okay. In her prime. But I might. But be she wrong. did
1: spend
2: like some time as a child. Center. Yeah, yeah. She so, she was like a child crusader. Uh, let's, gotcha. Let's find I, that did, out. I
1: did not know that. I did not know. that. Don't worry. I got a
2: phone. So who'd
1: you pick again? Hel- Helena.
2: Helena Helen of, of Troy. Troy.
1: Helen of Troy. Of Troy. Yes. Okay, not Helena Troy. Okay, oh, this is Mrs. Troy here. Helena. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, if your last name's Troy, you are missing out she on. Freaking... Patron saint of France. Don't there, worry about it. There's. I've always thought troll naming your child is one of the coolest things you can do in this world
3: see if if i had a kid i would name him his first name would be king the and his middle (laughs) name would be james
1: people would think you love Mm -hmm. lebron james though i i i'd I'd stick with it actually that's a win this is a double yeah that's a two for one i was like i had this friend growing up whose name was matt matthew matt matheson (laughs) <laughs> but like that's—it's such a dumb name, but it's such a good burn I on mean, your own
3: kid. Uh, uh, my parents went to church with a dude named John Johnson. See, literally, oh. that name is John, son of John. Uh, <laughs> Craig,
2: Craig was right. She died when she was nineteen. Okay, Bam. so then it's still fair. so you could resurrect an eighteen year old, nineteen year old Joan Arc, and, and yeah. it's legal, I guess. Uh, I was just—I was. Uh, I mean, technically, it was not legality the back then is yeah like, nothing no we're not, going I'm not
1: gonna that. i'm not gonna go <laughs> by that i'm not one of those people uh, who's going to go to
2: thailand uh, yeah like, exactly
1: mm-hmm. hey we work with someone named richard buston so <gasps> oh uh, my god troll, troll naming is always all, gold all it's those times gold. my boss brought up i heard from richard buston and she's just like a sweet little old lady and she i'm doesn't like think and i'm it. trying not to laugh i'm like mm-hmm. you know what this question makes me think of though quick aside have you ever seen the meme uh we the the there was a, a Tumblr post that asked a very similar question, um, but without the vulgarity of it. Or no, we said no, no. The question was, who would you dead or alive want to have sex with? was the name of the question. Right. And right. the number one response was this dude who let out like this paragraphs long thing about how uh, his wife passed away of cancer. She was his first and his last and his only and loves her with on her heart, blah, blah, blah. And I choose her. And the next post is, I choose that guy's dead wife. <laughs> it's just, it's super terrible. But, uh, that's what, uh, just is too good. But all right, so lady in her prime. I, I said person, Yeah, be it inclusive. Could be anyone. Yeah, but it's us.
3: Yeah. Hey, uh, I don't know. Maybe you want to hate, fuck
1: uh, uh, Adolf Hitler ooh. to put him in his place. Not even hate fucking, but like,
3: it like, say
2: it
1: has to be like
2: a loving and sensual.
1: It would be cool experience. to have dominion over a powerful figure.
3: So or, that's a really hey, good point. If you want to, I don't know, bone Abraham Lincoln, just to no, say that you could, no one that wants you did.
1: To. Not even, no one wants to bone
3: Abraham He wasn't Lincoln. a
2: particularly good looking
3: dude. No, no. It's not about whether he's good-looking or not. It's because he's the 16th president yeah. of the United States. Yeah, okay. exactly. It's All a right, prestige fun, thing, DJ.
1: Fun fact, mm. two truths and a lie. You can see the Lincoln is, log. Yeah. yeah, there you go. <laughs> two truths and a lie, but this is a truth. I remember in uh, a third-grade Miss Campbell's class, we were learning about uh, the presidents, and I said that... Uh, uh, George W. Bush was the... No, Bill Clinton was the 42nd Pokemon because I misspoke. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was I was obviously trying to say president, but I was a kid and I was so nervous and I said Pokemon the whole class raucous <laughs> laughter and I was like I hate it here I'm never going to school again this sucks Bill Clinton evolves Bill Clinton into um
3: yeah <laughs> Bill Clinton you swipe Bill Clinton <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: I'd like to move Bill Clinton to my PC bink <laughs> um alright I don't have an answer yet DJ do you have one or I'll come up with one really quick
2: uh I feel like I'm boring here because you you literally suggested this is one of the boring. No, answers, no, they're but, classics. I didn't but, say boring. Yeah, uh, but my my reasoning might be a little bit less boring. But you, Marilyn, want Marilyn Monroe. Marilyn Monroe. But mostly because she was like a weird goblin lady. You want her to scenes, sing and "Happy and I wanna, Birthday" to you like she, she did to goblin. JFK. <laughs> happy
1: birthday. Mr. Like, DJ like, and then you're like oh she had oh, the, she
2: had this status as like this this sex symbol but she was an absolute filth gremlin behind yeah. the scenes oh, yeah. and i just kind of am curious about that side of her like yeah, i let's feel be like weird. seeing that would be <laughs> the most interesting thing about it you want to know how done she gets i get let's it. be yeah. real
3: she was the OG
2: goblin mode oh yeah. gosh
3: yeah oh gosh yeah
1: also i don't think she was as um not that there's anything wrong with it i don't think she was nearly as promiscuous as uh as they like to paint her out, to nah, be. you know, slept
2: not. slept with the president, slept like, with Albert Einstein. She was probably exactly as promiscuous as a good-looking famous lady. Or no, she uh, wanted to sleep with Albert Einstein. I don't think mm. she actually
1: did sleep with Albert Einstein. He was too busy banging his cousins. Oh, I was gonna say that. Yeah, he loved those cousins, man. I choose his cousins. <laughs> 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 that's, what I, that's what I choose as my official answer for this. Um, no, actually, I I immediately went to those old answers for fun, right? Because you know, another right, right. thing. But man, you brought up Betty White and my I mind's know. been locked yeah, in. Yeah, Betty White. When mm, that's the, not a bad a choice. choice. The pictures circulated on the internet of, 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 of her topless photos, and I was like, oh, mm. She was fine when she was young. I mean she was I fine. I mean, when also she she's
2: old. literally Betty White, so yeah. you like get to go around claiming yeah. that you banged like, Betty White I and did everyone's gonna be like Man,
1: you're a god. No, that's true, that's true. I
3: mean, even if you like Banged Betty White in her nineties that that would still be like brag worthy. You would still true. yeah you
2: would still deserve like a medal or something. True that's true
1: and I would I've I've been on
2: the record as saying old ladies. Are also hot, I still so yeah there. I still would. Yeah <laughs> old ladies are hot I don't understand. Uh, and her I'm prime could be uh, interpreted different ways I could go for golden Girls <laughs> <Drills> era yeah <laughs> that is
1: your prime Betty you're hundred <laughs> percent right that's like those uh, have you seen uh, the stuff about Marissa Tomei not being over underaged for Aunt May she's fifty she's yeah. like 54 in homecoming right yeah, like she, yeah. she's the perfect aunt age for what we go like, for for Aunt May
3: yeah because she' it, that's not even like her first like motherly role because yeah. uh, uh I w- there's a movie Cyrus if you ever seen it I've heard of it haven't seen it that's with John C Riley right yeah and I uh, know and, yeah. um, uh, what oh, Jonah Hill and, and like she plays Jonah's mom yeah
1: yeah, yeah. she's she's a, a motherly woman who just happens to be smoking hot smoking you know mm-hmm. nothing we can do about that all right I'm going to pick. Um, as my official answer, I'm going to pick uh, King Henry Fourth's. I think it was, wife, who cheated on him, and he uh, got her back by decapitating the lover's head and putting it on her bedside table. You want to be the head? No, I just want to bang her so that, I, A, I can hear the whole story, but also be like, fuck you, King Henry, you're done. <laughs> like You can't take my head and put it on the bedside table. I win this fight. I think it was King Henry IV. My, there were so many Henrys. It's yeah, one Yeah, there's a lot of Henrys. It's though. one of them. And they beheaded a lot of people. Oh, yeah, they did. But not me because they're dead and I'm banging their wife. Oh, that's
3: true. You are resurrecting her. You're not going and back in time. You think the
1: king's not going to pick a dime? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, she was, she was hot enough to keep around after cheating and instead, like, I don't know what you would call that, extreme emotional torture and abuse. But the, she was so hot it wasn't behead her. It was behead the guy and then torture her with her. So that's what I'm saying. Official answer, King Henry.
2: <laughs> his wife. <laughs> yeah, I'll go for King Henry VIII, uh, and then I will be summarily <laughs> yeah. beheaded because that's what he does to his wives. Yeah, I would like to um, resurrect
1: Ivan the Terrible and
2: show him what being
1: terrible is
3: actually all about.
2: I'd like to go with Vlad the Impaler so that yes. he can impale the... Yeah, <laughs> I would now like to
3: go about... Chinggis Khan for once so that he's not the Did
1: one Did you call him a... Chinggis? Yeah. yeah that's that is, that's actually, his name that's such a, what, that's how you actually, say that if you
2: yeah. uh if you want to be like specific i think that Khan is not pronounced like Khan, but like Khan. no it's pronounced go, like, like Khan, yeah, it's, it's, Khan. it's like one of those weird things yeah wow i didn't know that yeah
1: I, dude english language is such ass i
2: Although, mean it's because it's not english exactly <laughs> uh, <laughs> no but our,
1: our our. oh yeah
3: yeah we look at we look at it and we're like genghis yeah yeah so that, we that's, own it
1: yeah that yeah, that's right. We 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 colonized him after the. Fact. I
2: think though <laughs> that when it comes to like words that have that that are like that, like you know, obviously they're different and spoken in a different a- accent. I feel like the the correct way to handle it is to match the accent to the people that you're talking to. So like you know, that's
1: a good point of the the party, not of yeah, what you're yeah, uh, not not of like yeah. So are you basically saying fuck you to Giada? How she's like, okay, so tonight we're going to make some lasagna with the mm-hmm. capicola. And you're Cap- like, all right, you're talking Cap- to me. Well, I, mean, no. I mean,
2: like, there might be some Italian- No, she's not
1: American-Italian. American she tries to be Italian-Italian. Oh. There, there might be some
2: Italian people watching in the audience. You yeah.
1: don't know. You don't know. That's not who you're speaking to. You're speaking to us.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm not so, speaking to you, so I'm going to say lasagna. There you go. In fact, I might say lasagna just yeah, to be just, cheeky. Yeah, just to fuck them up. Wait,
3: how, how the- f- Was it in fucking Italian?
1: No, she doesn't say it. It's not a different word or even pronounced differently. She says the word as if she has an accent. Lasagna. For that word. Yeah, or she'll be like, spaghetti. (laughs) Spaghetti. Yeah, she'll be like, oh, we're going to take out the spaghetti pasta and put it in the marinara. And you're like, why are you doing just these? I mean, I guess for me, if it's like a specific
3: name or something, I try to do like... uh, uh, the, the best uh, pronunciation. pronunciation. But if it's just like an everyday word, I'm just going to say
1: lasagna. But also, there is a difference between pronunciation and accents. Yeah. And when you're forcing a different accent onto your voice, as opposed to trying to roll an R, for example, like when saying Spanish words, it doesn't equal the same. It's
2: it's not... Uh, I mean it, it, also, if there's like a thing where there's like a regionally different word, I will try to speak within the region. Like if yeah. I if I were in the UK... Uh I I will I'm not you know, calling fries chips. Fuck that. I I I'll call fries chips. That's what
3: they call them there. I will not call fries chips and I won't call chips fries and like that, they do. And, and that's not Or crisps, sorry, chips crisps. And that's not me saying that your rule is wrong. That's me saying
2: fuck the Brits. No, yeah, every well, all day every day. Well, okay, maybe maybe the British were a yeah. bad example. Yeah. But... <laughs> yeah, come on, you except for Alex Horn. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. and well, Greg Davies. I was about to, I yeah, was about yeah, to, yeah. Say, you have to say, yeah, to say Greg, right, right. Yeah, right and right, your one right, friend right. that was on like literally the last episode of this
3: podcast. He's
1: Australian. He's not. He's he British is, as hell. He, yeah, know. yeah. <laughs> he, he he said mm-hmm. it in the podcast that yeah, he's British. Yeah, he's British as hell. I thought he was Australian because of the words he uses, like when he
2: called it Macca's. Yeah, <laughs> he <laughs> called yeah. McDonald's he, Macca's. He, he got a little
1: cheeky macas, but you know, he's he's a great guy. I love him. All right. I'll Listen. call
2: McDonald's Macca's if I'm ever in Australia.
1: Let's do it. Oh crap! I respect. That although,
2: menu. although if we're ever in Britain, we have to get some cheeky
1: Nando's. I love mm. going to Britain, dude. We've never to... actually been to Britain. We only. Went... I still haven't been to Europe. God damn it! We only went to London, so we didn't get like the real experience. But I loved it. I had a great time.
3: But I oh, know, like England is one of those places where it's like, I'm like,
1: mostly English. So it's like, we there's a reason why we left there. Why would I want to go back? So true so true oh yeah i was opening my uh jerry's corners all right now we can do jerry's corner and then nutty buddies is officially done and we're just talking okay okay. here's some things i wrote down just just little things in my mind i was thinking of that really annoyed me and or i thought was cool number one storm's powers in the x-men's are just really stupid and they might be the biggest stretch of mutant. you mean because you can kind of just do whatever yeah because like
2: oh that that's uh that that's weather i guess
1: Yeah, like gusts of wind are technically weather. So, okay, cool. A lightning bolt? No. Then you have electricity slash lightning powers. Like, you don't, it's not, that's not that. The ability Uh to just make clouds show up, but only in the sky. Like, you don't actually control the cloud in any way. You just make thousands of feet above us. Uh, the the You're proper cloud that, control, like, like Nami's power would be like a better not yeah uh, idea if Storm could like, control Storm's powers is. in the ways that Nami attempts to replicate yeah because she's just fucking like it, it, like she flies by putting a little bit of wind under her wings which again is kind of cool but like I don't know they she's Omega level I mean she is yeah yeah but she's not. Mm. i mean i guess if you can make a hurricane take out a continent yeah that's omega but at the same time that power is 100 percent useless for me versus you and they have to get really creative by just having her lightning bolt people over and over could again it,
2: couldn't like storm theoretically like accelerate global warming and just make the world uninhabitable i'm sure i feel like she is omega level Doesn't no mean she-, she can fix global warming yeah yeah she could
1: yeah. see that's the thing is her power and this is something of all x-men so we won't go too far down the rebel like magneto has some crazy powers if you really get into it the imagination to take that shit really far is possible obviously
2: but the core of her powers she just shoots lightning most it's fucking time. dumb
1: yeah, yeah it's just stupid i'm gonna move your hair and
3: then zap you if if magneto were to amplify his
1: powers wouldn't he just get bending?
2: I think he already has that. He has, he that. has done, that he's done that before. Oh, okay.
1: But if they have a high enough concentration of iron in their blood, he's also mm-hmm. been able to um, uh, uh, manipulate the magnetic field around his body so that colors went around him, so he was invisible.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. There's a there's a JoJo villain who has those yep. powers who does that too. Yep. So
1: he's also been able to create wormholes via magnetic fields teleport basically.
2: I, I, I just want to point out by the way that the stand that has the metal manipulation power is uh, metallica so that's no, obviously <laughs> yeah of course of course it is yeah
1: um but yeah i just there's a lot of dumb villains and usually when they're dumb it's because the power is so simple and or asinine that it's just like aha that mutant is stuck with this like a cypher whose entire power is just the ability to know every language
2: yeah, there there's, oh. there are some you know, the, but that X-Men includes Mutants. like
1: computer language, like coding and stuff. So it gets cool when you're creative, but those kinds of things they start dumb and they kind of end dumb. Storm is one that's just dumb that they went. Now nah, we can just take it as far as we want, and I'm just not on board with it. Mm. No disrespect towards Storm. I love her in the movies, but yeah, I just don't get it. Does she ever do snow shit? Uh, I'm sure she does, but again. But that's not weather manipulation. Sure. You can't make snow show up in an eighty degree climate. are you telling me she can drop the temperature in the in the in the area? If she's
2: in oh. California, she can light things on fire because fire's just the weather out <laughs> yeah, there. Just, <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: If she's in uh Beijing before the Olympics, she can just move smog around. Yeah. You can just like kill us
2: all. The, I, I mean honestly I feel like she should like yeah, like smog should be within
1: her. That's purview. what I'm saying. It gets so she mid- should be
2: able to like make acid rain and
1: stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, but she like, could just like how controlled can she be? I guess it depends on the writer. Obviously, we're talking fictional. I mean, but
3: it's really qu- crazy when she starts making it rain men.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Or on them hoes, you know, <laughs> specifically. Oh, she, that would be such she a cool can use.
0: Spontaneously
2: of that power. generate r- money because she can make it rain.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> She's the richest uh, mutant. All right, next one. It's still in the same... You can see where my, my line of thinking was in this particular moment. Hating on weather people is old hat, dude. Why the heck does the 40 to 70-year-old population find it interesting uh, or, or, or worth their time at all to discuss... They said it was going to rain today and I don't see no rain. Uh, that shit's dumb.
2: Honestly, if you want, I can take it a step further. Talking about the weather is just like the default of conversation. It is. It, it is, is
1: small like... talk. That's fair. But when you talking about weather one thing because, you know, everyone's got their thing. Oh, it's a sunny day. I want to be outside. Or I talk the weather about weatherman's lying. That's the shit I'm talking yeah. about. The, the people who were like, it said 60 mile an hour wind so I closed the storm windows at my house and I didn't need to do that. And it's like, yeah, they took a guess based off of these reports that you couldn't fucking read, even if the Doppler shows you it exactly what it is. Like yeah. they never
2: ju- they never claimed to be a no, prophet. And all that and Yeah, the- they're just extrapolating data and sometimes that you know, you're and not honestly, gonna be meteor- not gonna bat a thousand. Meteorology has gotten to the point where it's pretty accurate nowadays. it's gotten very good oh, yeah. it's gotten especially very if it's good. just a day out like we will we'll talk about it and we'll be like okay yeah this is five days out so accuracy is going to be weak but usually like if it says it's going to rain the next day it, it rains, rains the yeah. next day now yeah, it's snowing right now I mean, and but, it, that was in the forecast
1: but when it isn't in the forecast and something happens like a small squall or like a small I mean, drop downpour that, that wasn't predicted. It's like, yeah, the weather's fucking crazy.
2: I mean, that's kind of yeah. like living in Connecticut, though. Yeah, that's like, nature just is happen. nature, dude. Just, like, look at that, and we're like, oh, yeah, well, who could have predicted why, that? Why that's are you even
1: happen.
3: blaming the weather
2: person? You know what?
1: If you didn't have a weather person... It would still yeah. catch you by
3: the surprise. Oh,
1: uh, no. Uh, as uh, br- Orange skies at night, Sailor's Delight, or whatever. Oh, let saying, me check right? my farmer's almanac. Yeah. I yeah. ate a mint leaf <laughs> off the side of the house, and it was a
2: little bit more minty, so I think we're getting snow tomorrow. Let Yeah, uh, lick my finger, check <laughs> yeah. the direction of the wind, yeah. uh, see how that aligns with the North Star. Oh, and, uh, exactly. my, my, my bad Capricorn knee is, in is creaking. So <laughs> <laughs> Hey, that's real.
1: So my brother, That is actually real. My brother has yeah. a metal rod in his leg, and that shit goes off when a storm's coming so
2: the the, the actual reason for that there, there is some science ooh behind that. give us the science um, lay it on me so what actually happens is that in advance of a storm the humidity tends to spike Right. and humidity causes swelling in your uh, in your joints and like your your small tissue and if you have like uh, if like it's not noticeable if you're perfectly healthy but if you have like a bad knee or a bum leg or some joint problems... problem metal it exa- rock. It, yeah it exacerbates that and you feel that so. Yeah. See, Craig, look mm. at you, you dumb bitch. Well, I'm sorry that of the ten
3: <laughs> stupid
0: things people say, one of them it is, is actually right. It's
1: true. It is a staple for that moment, though. It's like they say all of the things, and that's in there. You're right. You're right. Mm-hmm. All right, last one, and this one I was actually thinking about on my way here, uh, because Jake and I get into this a lot, so it's a good it's a good call into the other. Uh, we got. Are we the Halloweeners? Yeah. So that was, For our Halloween in July, it's the oh, four of us. Jake's not here, though. No, I meant because I'm referencing Jake, so I'm referencing mm. all four or of are us. Or are so we the Halloweenies? Out. The Halloweenies, that's true. Are we the hollow space weenies? Mm-hmm. Are we the hollow men of the machine? Ooh, we should watch Hollow Men. Uh, hollow Man, was it called? Invi- the hollow?
2: Hollow Man, the one with... Kevin uh, Bacon? Kevin Bacon. Yeah. Kevin Bacon. yeah. yeah. I don't anyways, remember that movie being good, but hey. I
1: enjoy it when I saw it when I was 12. Um, Shouldn't watch that movie when you're 12. There's boobies in it. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty yeah, the, sure, sure there's it's a rape right. scene in it. Yeah, yeah, I was about to... Yeah, rape. Right. Well, it's an implied rape. It doesn't make it better. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that it's not... Uh, Anyways, uh, when you are headed somewhere where you know, specifically where you know where it's going, of course, and I'm not talking about you know somewhere that's two hours away so you get on the highway and get off an exit. I'm talking about like in town, in the surrounding area, like I'm work. Like i to the grocery store. I'm grocery to store, to work, house friend's house. Yeah, stuff like that. How you get there I think says so much about you as a person. And the reason I thought of this is because anytime you're going somewhere, Jake loves to say the fastest way. Uh-huh. And and he adjusts. Yeah, it. what's the fastest way he, to get here? And he adjusts it according to time of day. If he thinks there's going to be work traffic, if he thinks there's going to be this, if he thinks and he always wants to get on off highways at whatever's the fastest way to him. Uh, other people do the exact same thing every single day, regardless of circumstances, because they like the routine of what it is. And then there's what I would I, I call my my m- mission: the path of least resistance. The path, the way I go home, like for work, for example. And well, coming here. The reason this popped in was on my way here from Kylie's. You know where, do you know where Kyle and James live? Right over there? Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Coming, There's like 7,000 different ways to get here, and Generous. they're all about the same. You can go any number of ways, and you're about a minute different from each other. You can take
2: a, a left or a right out of Kyle's yeah, neighborhood. You can like take him.
1: the back road that goes down by your dad's. You can take down the main strip and turn by Big Y to come down. You can you take go the,
2: past KFC and Chipotle. Yeah, and you can take the
1: highway, blah, blah, blah. There's so many ways to get here. But what I like to take, almost always, almost I say, not always, as I'm a bad passenger, but when I'm driving, is the path of least resistance. I want as few turns as possible. I don't mind stopping for traffic. I don't mind red lights. I don't mind stop signs. I don't mind any of that. I just want to go in a straight line as much as possible.
2: So for that, the best route from there would have been the highway, right? Which is what I took. Okay.
1: Yeah. I, I went, I, I took a right out of theirs. I went uh, down by the Taco Bell. I got on the highway and jumped off, and boom, you're pretty much right outside your house. Like, That's the way I took because I just don't want to do the left, right, left, right, left. I don't, I won't do that. And that's true of going home. When I go home, the way we were talking about earlier about where the dispensary is, yeah. there is one turn from when I leave work and I get off Bank Street, I should say. When I leave work and get off Bank Street, one turn takes you right to my driveway. I should learn
3: that way too, Alice, yeah. because for me... I mainly just like familiarity. Yeah. So yeah, familiar. I just take the route that I learned first. Yep. And if there's a reason to learn a new route, I I will. Like if yeah. if that seems more convenient for me the way that you or, do
1: it. Tr- or a, a, a road work comes up and stops a route. That happens all the time around here. God damn it. So much yeah. road work. Because um, DJ strikes me as the kind of guy that, has taken all four of them and takes the
2: one he likes most. That is true. But I am also kind of like you in that I like to take the path of least resistance. However, my idea of what resistance is is different from yours. Fair. I like to avoid traffic. I like to avoid road work. I have had times where I have gotten to a light and I'm like, it'd be faster to go straight here, but I can write on red this and I can go that route and that will allow me to keep going. It just keeps you moving. And then I will still be able to be on the route. So I, I, I'm just going to take a right here.
3: Oh,
1: see, see, I would just sit there and wait. I'd be like, nah, I'm just going straight.
3: I, I just thought of a perfect example of what I do. Getting on the highway to go to your house. Yep. DJ he will get right onto um uh w- w-
2: what's this road that just uh, yeah I go up Rainville and then yeah, I go Rainville. down uh toward like the Clarence B Sharp highway yeah. which is that's the fastest way on yeah. the highway. Yeah. It's the fastest way
3: but I prefer I take a right out of the four-way i go because that past. puts you
2: immediately in the right lane
3: uh yeah yeah i don't i don't like doing that that four lane yeah thing so i'm like yeah i'll just go all the way this way so i can just be on the right lane see Franny, that puts me exactly in the lane to get off on the exit to go towards you or towards norwich Franny
1: or whatever refuses to touch highways she doesn't like the stress of in motion adjustments like you're saying lanes she will not go over the bridge to go to our house because from Groton to go over the bridge, you have to get all the way to the right lane, get on 32 and whatever. She'll just go all the way up to Mohegan Bridge. Oh, She's like, I'm staying on this side of the water all the way to the Mohegan Bridge because yeah, I don't have you to you do that. you could do there.
2: that. You could do that. It's yeah. a very roundabout route, but yeah. you could just go up Route 12. Because
1: around here, five minutes is maybe the most you can stall yourself going to any of our places we all go. Yeah. You can't stall yourself a, like a, like a cha- day-changing amount. But some people... Like we were just talking about path of least resistance and different meanings. Jake is the fastest always. You're a routine guy. It, it really changes it. it. It it says a lot about like your your thinking. Like you're in the moment thinking. Mine mine we talk about all the time is just like head to the pavement. I'll just fucking deal with it. Pat, yeah, I got, if I have to sit in a red light, I don't care as long as I'm just going the straight path. Mm-hmm. DJs is very like nope. Got to keep doing. Got to keep doing. Yep. I I just do the one. Familiar. If it ain't broke, don't fix
3: it. And I try. And the one that I I make my routine is the one that least I have to fuck around with other drivers.
1: Oh, see, I don't mind other drivers like, at like, all. Yeah, that, that's I
3: why I don't like the the four lane yep. change. Hate that. So if I can just come on straight from there. Yep and i just have a path straight to the exit i'm going to and i don't have to change lanes or bullshit then yeah, yeah.
2: no i don't mind changing i don't mind lanes, other right? drivers i just don't like traffic <laughs>
1: yeah and then there's the whole other thing of the weather some people are terrified of rain or snow or whatever and it gets all... but uh, it's just i mean you <sighs> kind of have to know what your car can handle oh dude i'll risk it for through. anything you would be surprised what i've drove through i don't give a shit rain? I,
2: I don't mind driving in the i don't mind driving in the rain at all I don't mind driving in the snow, but I do have to drive differently in the snow. Yeah, oh yeah, well, will, be uh, safe, you know, yeah, but yeah. adjust accordingly. Uh, I have Tokyo drifted in an a entrance ramp And before. you felt alive? Uh, a little bit, it <laughs> wasn't, I've, I've had, I, I've had situations where I've lost control of my car, and I have learned that I don't panic in those situations. Which is good, I'm very, I, huge. I'm very like, calculated, just like, okay, figure out how to write this, yeah. and I've never actually had an accident because of it. You're so. a
1: relatively new driver, have you had any snow issues? um
3: a couple uh there's one time uh when i back when i was working at eagle park i was like i'll try to drive through the snow and i couldn't even get up the fucking hill to go to the rainville oh, so i, I just that. turned around i was like <laughs> yeah. not working today not the, big,
2: the big thing that i do when i I was driving, in your old car right yeah yeah the big thing that i do when i'm driving in the snow is i keep a very far distance between me and any other car so that if i do lose control i i have i know that i have enough time to fix you have a buffer yeah you have a buffer so i will go slow i will let cars pass me if they're Mm. if they're getting like too right up on your ass yeah i'll even pull off to the side sometimes if it's a single lane road and they're just tailgating that's
3: probably the safest way to do it and um i learned like my turning speed in uh, uh in snow like I lost a little bit of control at the the, the four way intersection over there, and that taught me like, okay, that, oh, yeah. that's that's how slow I need to go now. Slower than that. You right. got to
2: brake really early for anything that you're going to come to a stop. You can't get away with sudden stops in the snow. Yeah.
3: Yeah. So so my, my basic rule is, in town, if it's mm-hmm. snowing. That's where I'm driving. I'm not getting on the you're not highway. Going crazier, I'm yeah. not going to the other town over.
1: Dude. Just Franny freaks out. We've made some drives back home to New York in the snow before where the highway's white. Like where you're on fucking ninety five and it's white. I've had that before. She does not like that. I'm just like going at like sixty five, like hey, if I slide, I slide. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, we'll figure it out when we get there. And she, and she gets really nervous. So I slow down, of course. I don't want to get into an accident or nothing, but I'm I'm pretty, I bait situations, I think.
2: I don't do you stupid can, shit. You can, you can fix a slide if there's no one around and you have room. Yeah. You can, you can if get out of a slide if you know what you're
1: if doing. If I get traffic up on me, I slow right down. If mm. I'm by myself, I'll risk anything. But if there's traffic around me, I slow right down. Right?
2: When there's a lot of snow on the road, it's like off-roading. Yeah. It's basically off-roading. It's when there's only a little bit of snow or ice on the road when it's really dangerous. Yes, because then you get cocky.
1: Yeah. You forget about it. But All right, enough of this drive and talk. All right, so that is the end of the Nutty Buddies portion. I have to ask a question. The Nutter Butters portion, yeah.
2: Why is it called Jerry's Corner? This is not a- So
1: I was, it was, was like five... Okay, so this will still be on the official. Keep listening here, I'll tell you in a minute. We, It was like five episodes ago. Um, We were all, like, because we kept doing stupid bits, and we, we still do stupid bits. If we come up with, like, a segment that we want to goof around with, we just do it. And I was like, um, I had a bunch of stuff for the solo cast that I normally do that I had built up. And I was like, you guys mind if I just burn some of these? We'd only been recording like 50 minutes. And I was like, we'll just talk for a little bit. And they said, sure. So then it just became a habit of when I think of something, I type it into my sheet, my, my spreadsheet, my Google Keep. And at the end of every podcast, we have a moment where I get to just get out some of the random thoughts that hit my head. Okay. And it's named after the very end of Jerry Spr- Springer episodes uh, called <laughs> Jerry's yeah, okay. Corner, where he sat yep. on his stool and went, and this is why we need to be better to each other. Have you ever thought about... And then he gets like a, okay, two okay. minutes and he's out. I was just thinking, Jerry is an inherently funny name. It is. It is. a. It's a it is. It's a good name. It's a good name. But uh, all right. So this is the end of Nutter Butters. That's what I'll go for now to separate us from Nutty Buddies. Um, so if you're done listening to the regular scheduled programming, don't turn this off. Just skip to like 20 seconds left. Listen to the outro so it counts as a full listen. But now, we're just going to talk bullshit. Okay. Because I got a couple questions. One piece related for Craig. One boy. piece. We'll play out
2: the official part. Right. There you go. So, uh... Hey. Oh, th-
1: thank, you, thank, thank you. Thank you. You've oh, so you. been so a kind. wonderful so audience. Uh, stick around for half-price cocktails. Uh, oh, shit. Till half-price cackler? <laughs> um. <laughs> so, it's no secret how much we love One Piece around here. DJ and I have done a handful of One Piece episodes. Yeah. We got more to do. Now that you're so far, when last time we did a One Piece episode, you were in uh, Thriller Bark, I think. He sounds about right, it yes. Was... Oh, that's a long time ago. Oh, yeah, boy. And uh so we got more to do. So we like it. We like it around here, actually. So let me, actually, I'm going to show you this. This is a pro One Piece podcast. Oh, I got
3: officially watched uh episode six
1: dude it is so that's
2: this is like smack dab in the middle of punk this is the perfect
0: introduction so i'll show
1: it to dj first because he'll understand it slightly more (laughs) it's just it's doflamingo's glasses and it's his laugh (laughs) they they stole his laugh from a very famous moment of uh, doflamingo's uh, existence um I have successfully roped in about four people as of the late into One Piece. Charles got in and then got out again. He's always been kind of in and out of it, but he still likes it, which is good. Um, but U3, obviously, is my most successful today. DJ's my most successful. Craig's catching up. Um, but there's there's a moment where the discussion changes because there's plenty of people who get into One Piece and get out of One Piece. And mostly most
2: of them don't make it past East Blue. Yeah, they kind of they watch. 20, Honestly, 30, I think 40 Syrup episodes. Village is a big filter for people. Baratier actually surprisingly is a pretty big filter I as could well. I can see that. Yeah.
3: Honestly, uh, Syrup Village was where things I found were a bit too silly.
1: Yes, Syrup Village is corny out because it does the boy who cried wolf thing it's the villains are over the top with the hypnotize and the yeah. cat glasses and all that also so, the yeah. way
2: that they separate the party and that is very good in a way that like you come to appreciate as it goes right, right. on but like early on it's very goofy like why is the party in disarray because they picked the wrong
0: beach yeah exactly
1: <laughs> so there, there's. this is something I was talking to Jacob on the way into work the other day and I stand by this because I watched the first four or five episodes of One Piece the other day we were talking about Gold Roger and how his name's not Gold Roger it's Gold Did oh yeah Roger? like I brought
2: this up like that's yeah. a good question to so, ask to someone cold to see how into One Piece they are what is the name yeah. of the King of the so Pirates <laughs> then
1: you said you didn't even notice it wasn't goldie roger yeah and so i went and watched the very first episode because i couldn't remember how it introduces him and the subtitles i didn't watch the dub because fucking what do i look like and uh i have even more against the dub now after today's viewing anyways (laughs) um we're watching it and it says gold like g-o-l-d lowercase roger and i was like yeah, oh. the
2: narrator says that aloud. to actually uh i was watching it earlier before you came mm-hmm. and in the recap part at the beginning even as far as i am it still says gold gold roger because yeah. it is not yeah yeah so uh,
3: but like at this
0: point
2: I they're literally talking about gold d roger so like, <laughs> i think two things
3: i've seen it as gold d uh, especially sit- marketing during like Marine forward and all that. Yeah. So much that like the gold part doesn't even register. And second, I'm like, once you're this far in, you, in the, it's the same intro every single yeah. time yeah. You, you watch it once. If they like update it, like after the two year hiatus, but after that, you, you, you like, you skip it. And it's like, Oh, so I don't really hear gold yeah. that often anymore.
1: So I was I, I was like, all right, well, I'm going to go find out. I watched the other episode, and then I was I was watching it, and Luffy's in the barrel, and I'm like... Like, it's so nostalgic for me because I've seen it so many times, and I was like, all right, I'll watch this. Let's watch it. And so I watched, like, four or five episodes, and it, it led me down the path of, of what we were just talking about, where the filters is, where people... And, and I'm trying to not say this anymore as a One Piece fan, um, which will lead me to my question, is the, the age-old... Um, it gets good after. Everyone has different. Everyone has a different mark. Some people say it gets good after Arlong. Some people say you got to get all the way to Alabasta. Mm. Some people say uh, uh, the Grand Line with Laboon. Like when they finally get into the Grand Line, like that's when the anime starts. All this kind of bullshit, which I am a hundred percent against now, because when I watch those first few episodes, obviously I have rose-colored glasses. I'm not going to deny that. Um, I'm very biased towards the show as a whole, but it is one of the least offensive animes ever. Oh, like yeah. in terms of how it starts. Like, like to but, say
2: it gets good implies it was bad. So, but I I think that's the problem with it and it's not really the quality of the show that is the filter, but the length of it because yeah. when you're watching those early episodes and you're like this is fine, but I don't know if it's like a thousand episodes worth Ex- of fine. Right. And, yeah. and
1: that's something you only get now that it's there. Right. Like, you know, obviously if you started the anime back then, that, that's not applicable.
3: It's a perfectly, in the beginning, it's a perfectly serviceable shonen yeah. anime, which like you have to keep into context when it started, which was back in the 90s and, it, and went into the early 2000s and its contemporaries were uh, uh, Bleach and Naruto. Yep, And y- y- until you realize that, all the setup that Oda's doing and, like, the eventual themes and stories that are in store, mm-hmm. it it's an okay shonen yeah. anime. Yeah. It, it's, it's not bad. Uh, it, but it's not a landmark. It
1: doesn't open not, it, like Chainsaw yeah. Man or Jujutsu Kaisen or Demon Slayer opens. Like, you're it like, doesn't yeah. open like that.
2: Yeah. Like, I... I 'Cause you know that I've told you a few times I'm one of the people who watched One Piece and had has had dropped it in the past. Yep. And it wasn't because I like I watched up through Baratier and I didn't go, man, fuck this show. Yeah. This is garbage. You just forgot. About I was just it. like, oh, that was neat, but I don't know if I need to go any further. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And that's a
1: and that's a fair reaction, but that is why I won't allow people to say it doesn't get good till blank. I think you can sell this show. Way better, or manga, I guess. If people want to read the manga, is phenomenal. I really like the manga. Yeah. I think you can sell it better. So, my question to you, Gregory is 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 predominantly, are you a One Piece fan yet, or are you still just watching it to take in the story? Um, I mean, I, I'm definitely a fan at this
3: point. I'm just trying to figure out when it really popped off for yeah, me because it changes
1: and. I mean, uh, I have, for I have. You, a, at well, least hold on. F- don't tell him. Sorry,
3: I, we'll I, tell right. him after
1: the fact because I also have a place where I think it changed for you, um, but I don't. But 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 it didn't change in quality. It changed in engagement.
3: Yeah. It. Well, I know the saga was definitely Water Seven. Wow, Water Seven's so good. I can't like not actually. I do remember thoroughly enjoying Skypiea. I think You like Skypiea. Yeah, I yeah. think w- mm. that the the final fight between Luffy and um uh Enel w- was really good. Mm-hmm. And that You mean Eneru? Eneru? Yeah, no, that's Enel. No. Cuz like Al- Al- Alab- Alabasta was okay to me. Yeah. Uh it's it's better in hindsight now that I've seen the characters more. See that's more. so crazy to me cuz it's worse in hindsight to me. Cuz like I think Marine f- uh well uh, the, the the Summit War saga actually Correct. helps. Big time, yeah. Especially with Croc. Yeah, yeah. Put put a lot of that in perspective. Alabasta
2: but like... actually, I think, is way better on a rewatch than it is the first time through. Same with Drum Island.
1: Drum Island, uh, I'll give. I'll give Drum Island um, for
2: sure. Because much like you were saying, or actually much like Craig was saying... You don't kind of, you don't realize your first time through what is important and what you should be paying attention to. It's very easy to dismiss things that are actually pretty big moments. I still get that
1: when watching with you. Something will happen and I'll go, wait, they say that now? And obviously I don't elaborate on it because I don't want to spoil
2: anything. But I'm like, what the
0: fuck? That was here?
2: Alabasta, the Alabasta saga as a whole actually does some like amazing character development for Luffy that is very subtle. Yeah. But Luffy is a different character at the end of Alabasta, uh, at the end of the saga, than he is coming into it. Okay. Um, uh, one mo, the, the there's two big moments, and one of them I kind of brought up yesterday when we were just in the the group chat. Um, but like the first one, I think that is a big moment for Luffy is in Drum Island when he's going off being all Luffy like and just like half cocked, like I'm gonna fight these people, and Vivi like slaps him and is just like. You can't do that. You, you are the captain. Your navigator is dying. And yeah. you, you, you need to focus on what's important and not just having a fun adventure. And Luffy's like, okay. Yeah. Actually, that makes sense. Yeah. I, I should thank no, you, you for telling. Me. Yeah, and then later when uh, Vivi's kind of getting all hysterical, like, "Oh no, I I need to go and I need to save the rebels because I know I know Koza and he's he's going to get into this war and people that I like are going to die." And Luffy's like, "Of course, people are going to die. Like th- that's what this is. But you're not like." Like you're, you're going out of your way to save this guy and you're not trusting us to be able to like stop this and beat crocodile. And like, I can't go forward with this. If you can't, it, like, if you aren't willing to put our lives on the line, cause we've said that we, we are in this for you. Yeah. But you're trying to take a path where you don't have to put us on the line. You're trying to save everyone. No, we are in this for you. Put us on the line. Yeah. Put us
1: on the line. A... Like I, I
2: think that back and forth between them really ends up adding to Luffy's character at the end.
1: Oh yeah, hundred uh-huh. percent. And actually, there was a, um, there's a, a moment in, um, right before Shabbat, because uh, what the fuck happened, DJ? You can help me. The, the way he reacts to fighting the pacifistas, he's never full cocked going in there. He like the minute they show up, right, he's he like
2: realizes they're outclassed at that point, And he's like, guys, retreat. Yeah, but every, like, that's something that like episode one Luffy would never do. Yeah.
1: And even even like uh, water seven Luffy would never do water seven. Luffy was like, they're all going to take care of themselves and I'm not paying attention but, to them.
2: There, there is a real arc of le- Luffy learning what it means to be a leader, what it means yeah. to be a captain. Well, thriller, that he cannot just be responsible for himself. Thriller Bark was a big one
0: with
1: the entire crew almost being lost uh, to the sunlight and Luffy being the only answer and you know obviously in that case he succeeds but then i, I think that's that's like a really because it immediately goes into Sabody next i think that's like a really good uh, uh, adjustment of luffy's character of like okay you you know you're outclassed so you can't just depend on them instead you've got to you know get the fuck out of here it's not split up it's not scatter it's get back to the boat it's the very first time in the whole series they try to retreat and they fail And then obviously that leads into the two-year time skip where they're just like, well, now we're going to get as strong as we fucking can because that'll never happen again. And it's a little more on the nose than what you're saying, but there's no question that there's evolution for all of them all the time, Uh, but it's more subtle, your first viewing than it is your second one. I think probably my
3: favorite moment of like Luffy growth was
0: when he was <laughs> amazon
3: lily when they granted. it yeah. <laughs> what is that a mushroom <laughs> yeah. uh was during marine ford when he realized that he was completely outclassed and i think there's like a specific moment where is a, a um uh a, a fucking sword warlord me me okay first off Mihawk, watch me yeah
1: <laughs> Dracula me that's fine uh-huh. yeah Mihawk,
3: hawk where it's like he reaches out and he's like foresees his arms just getting chopped off and like that moment of like vulnerability once he realizes that he's not fucking invincible and like he is totally out of his depth and he actually has to
1: think smartly about what he has to do at that moment yeah he he does it um excuse me he does it at the end when they're trying to escape again because he lost his crew and him and ace are on their way evacuating and he's like we gotta go we gotta go we gotta go
2: obviously we know what happens there when that didn't pay out um and he never he never loses the part of him which will put like uh you know th- that's going to put uh logic over passion like right. he is always he is always a romantic character right. he always is going to follow his heart even if it would be disadvantageous to him but not at the expense of his crew. well so that's what i was going
1: to say one of the biggest changes as you get past which Shabodi's like the kickoff of it you get a a really good part of it in whole Cake, which you're about to get to but um he no longer allows his crew to fight anyone they want because they're all out here having fun romping it up and trying to win he is after after that post time skip on in every fight he is always standing at the front of the line He's not off doing some dumb shit like in Water Seven where he's like, I'll just take care of this myself and he gets fucked up and, you know, gets the shit kicked out of him.
2: He um, also will not cooperate with someone he doesn't respect.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but 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 oh, that's true. That's a really good point. But he um he no longer goes off on these silly one man adventures while the crew takes care of themselves. He makes sure the crew is taken care of and that they understand what they're at and he stands at the front of them. That's something post time skip that never goes away. Like he refuses to have this sort of Fucking everyone will figure it out. Dressrosa has a really funny way of handling it, but mm. um, nonetheless, well, Craig, Dress so is so good, dude. Craig just yeah.
2: got to it. Uh, his pirate alliance with Law is uh, pretty oh, great. All-time oh, great. Yeah. All-time great.
1: And they're like, but what if he turns on us? Are you going <laughs> to betray us? No. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I remember <laughs> yeah, that scene. He's just like, <laughs> fuck Yeah. Wow, uh, he's Law
2: is probably my favorite character in the series because he is an amazing contrast to Luffy, and they he's really so play good. they really play him well as a foil to Luffy. I hope
1: you like Law because
2: you get a lot oh yeah, of Law. I do
1: like Law, but I, I where is it going? Oh, dude, you don't want to know. And by that I mean literally, you don't want to know the way it unfolds. It, it punk ra- punk hazard. To- Actually, I've talked about this about post time skip as a whole. Every arc, and there's a reason for this. Like we talked about the other day in the group chat, there's like 23 arcs pre time skip, nine post everything that happens pre-time skip while building to a greater story giving you elements here's the shikibukai here's the admirals here's where we learn about family lineage here's where we uh, learn about how the ocean's scary blah 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 every arc is self-contained it's not with the easter eggs but it's self-contained post-time skip that's out the window from Mm. Punk uh, Hazard to Dressrosa to Zoe to Whole Cake Island to uh, Wano that's one arc it's not it's very obviously not it's four or five but man, it never—it—it—it—Amazon it, it, Lily to Impel down to Marine Ford. That's what you're in. Yeah. Till the end of the series, like everything they do is in direct. They're no longer island skipping for fun. They are following something now, and it is so much different. I mean,
3: that, that, that even starts uh, back in Fishman Island with uh, the the uh, the
1: end. Yeah. Right, yep. they didn't choose to go to a different island. They sent a bomb to Big Mom, and they're like, well, fuck it, yep. we got we yeah. got something we gotta do and now. And the
2: alliance that Luffy and Law are forming is not to defeat Caesar Clown. Yeah,
1: no, no, it's way bigger than that. It's to defeat that.
2: Kaido. And yeah.
1: yeah, exactly, yeah, even then it's they like... They state that out front. Yeah, they like, don't even set you up that this arc we're fighting, blank. It's, no, we're taking down the operation ran by a guy in charge of, blank, who's being paid by, blank. Like, you're no longer in arc-by-arc arc One Piece, which I think is better. A lot of people have... Honestly, post time skip One Piece gets way more flack than pre time skip almost across the board. Even if the arcs are strong, like the arcs get good reviews, but the way that I, I'm not going to say anything.
2: Um, I I can, I can say it without spoilers. Okay. Uh, because every because continuity becomes so much more intense post time skip. Yeah. It makes it harder to follow week to week. It does because and it, you'll be like,
1: and it also takes away from the. Um, it also takes away from the strength of every straw hat getting a moment in each arc Uh, that's something that one piece does better than anything in the world It, it, it it takes its entire cast and utilizes them across the board Yeah, it's
2: it's not doing the DBZ thing where it's the Goku Vegeta show. Yeah, and it's not like they're unimportant, but it may be like they they may do a thing where they're like, okay, well, uh, I'm I'm just going to just make up a hypothetical, so this is not a spoiler. They might be like, oh well, Chopper has an important mission and he has to go and do that, so he's not going to be involved with the next entire arc yeah but chopper is doing something important and we are going to get back
1: to that or or you get stuff that's like it's no longer like Ennis lobby where everyone got their fight we got to see everyone's fight and every fight was pretty dramatic um frankie got a good fight chopper got a phenomenal fight Zoro and usopp got oh sorry soga king got a good fight sanji got a good fight luvia now you're into things like punk hazard name something well i guess you can't without spoilers name something dramatic that either robin or nami does like eh. Name something, like, super over-the-top that Usopp does in... Well, he gets a pretty good moment, actually. But, like, Sanji. Sanji doesn't get... Like, now you're in the point where the... the <laughs> Sanji's still a girl. The, yeah. The mm-hmm. world... Oh, the law did the thing. Yeah. um, You're now in the part of One Piece where there's no longer a main character. The Straw Hats aren't the main character anymore, and they're not going to be for a very long time. The world is the main character now, so you're going to see... Ca- Dress Rose is famous for it. DJ and I had a great time. There's multiple episode strats where you never even see a straw hat. You're seeing the people, other characters that are introduced, fighting villains, whatever, doing their thing because the world is, you're now watching One Piece, not the straw hats.
2: Which I can now under, which I can understand how someone following it week to week could be like, well, like they were setting up some hype shit with Luffy. When are we going to get back to Luffy? Yeah. And The answer may be oh, it's going to be like 40 chapters till we get back to Luffy. That doesn't mean that what's happening is not interesting, but I can understand that being frustrated. It'd be like if Death Note spent 10 episodes just focusing on the police force. Like it wouldn't...
3: I think that's also... But I do think that is consistent with like oda's storytelling because he always does that Where well, no matter the arc it's like oh this hype thing's gonna happen well we got to go over right. here first is that but it's on a bigger scale yeah. Yeah. so and you can imagine
2: when you're like waiting week to week like what's the next volume going to be what are they going to go over in that i hope they go to yeah. this and then they don't and this is very important and i'm i sound like a broken record yet again
1: this is the only thing oda's ever written Not literally, he has a few other one-shots, but this is the only story Oda's ever written. He's not Tagashi. He doesn't have Yu Yu, and he doesn't have Hunter Hunter, and he doesn't have whatever else. This is all he has. So, like you're saying, it's kind of a staple of Oda. You're watching the evolution of his style of storytelling. Like, just look at how he handled something like Syrah Village, which is very silly, very corny. Um, You get your 1v1 fights, whatever. And then the evolution of that to Water 7. It's not a different way of telling a story, it's a more elaborate more time more trust from the publisher more more willingness to go out there and tell the story and that's true of water 7 especially to dress rosa mm-hmm. how many characters you get in water 7 now triple it there are a lot of characters yeah. in how water many 7? plot yeah. threads did you follow in water 7 okay now triple it like it's it's the evolution of an artist yeah, throughout and, one and piece and because
2: it's all very like tied together post time skip Unlike Water 7, the characters don't say goodbye when they yeah, leave that. They're exactly. going to be like, oh, we're, we're still going to be around because we have a greater importance to the plot.
1: Yeah, it'd be like expecting Nas to make Illmatic every time. It's like, no, he's evolved. He makes new music. He's- I mean,
2: that was one of the big problems that with Fishman Island getting flack, is because people came hot off marine ford and they're like is marine ford going to be every art yeah. from here on out and fishman island isn't yeah it's like, oh but fishman island was so good though i but love I like we're we're lot.
1: big defenders of Fishman island. fishman island it's regularly at the bottom thriller bark fishman island whiskey peak and Surf village are always the bottom four but like the, wrongfully in my the, opinion the, the story with fishman island Except for was
3: whiskey. so good because, it's intense yeah, man like you're, you're not this you're not gonna get that many animes like when you get an anime that handles topics like uh uh systemic uh racism uh, and generational trauma and generational trauma mm-hmm. you you usually get like more in-depth like, it art e- house kind of projects. It even uses the, uh... Enslave- You're not gonna get that from a fucking shounen anime, yet yeah. Oda pulls it off,
1: and it's and like... It even uses, like, the enslavement angle and stuff with the Fisher Tiger Pirates and what they went through and stuff. Like, mm. it doesn't just be like, hey, don't we hate someone different? Like, no, Oda's like, we're going the whole... yeah, We're gonna, we're gonna say like as much as we It's, very nuanced...
2: Can. It, it's a very nuanced take on it, too, because, like, Fisher Tiger is... Portrayed as an overall good and positive person who's trying to make things better, but, like... It establishes pretty hard that to his dying breath, he hated the humans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just didn't want to have that be his legacy. Yeah. He no. never was able to forgive them. He died to spite them, but yeah. he wanted a better future where I people think, didn't have to be like him.
1: I, I think um, One Piece does better than just about anything besides maybe Hunter Hunter. Not just good versus evil. Like, it takes these characters and it starts them off very simple. Crocodile is a badass motherfucker who just wants to enslave a town. And then you're like 400 episodes later and you're like, oh, he was actually like part of the Revolutionary Army and he was actually like using the tactics he learned from them so he's more intense but he also has this deep secret with Ivankov we don't know yet we still don't know i'm not even eh, trying to hide. he does spoiler. respect
2: uh he does respect Bon Clay's gender res- identity so yeah, that's he- why he's Mr. 2 Bon Clay that's true
1: he um he wants to become an emperor so he has this whole thing with the- like he he fleshes out the villain in more than just something like freeze a blow up planet like even, you know
2: even, what i mean uh, yeah. even Gecko Moria who he dog on because he's like the most uncharismatic villain yeah. in the entire series or Um, he still has a bit going on behind the scenes. But when he does pure evil, like Doflamingo, who is pure evil,
1: he gives you the reason why. Oh, man. It's not a man who's just evil, or or someone like Arlong, you learn later, that becomes more nuanced. Or Mm. someone like Horty Jones, who's pure evil, but from... A more intense reason. Honestly, I,
2: I, I'm willing to go to bat for Spandam as a good, pure spandum evil villain is a because phenomenal. he's like he's just such a petty version. Oh, of evil. I hate Spandam. Yeah, and you should. And, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But like, it's a very believable, like, petty sort. Like, he's a guy. He's like a pencil pushing evil. He's yeah. an evil bureaucrat. Yeah. He's the kind of guy who has like never had to deal firsthand with the consequences of his actions, and when he does, he's horrified. But. Rightfully so, but not be not because like he realizes what he's done is horrific, but because he realizes that he'll have to actually face consequences. Yeah, yeah, but which um, is like people you find in real life, uh, which is why he's such an infuriating character. He's like a great example of like they, they have a saying: the banality of evil. Like. It's very easy to do evil when it's just really fucking boring. When yeah, it's just or it's very available. Moving numbers on a spreadsheet or signing off on, on papers. Like, yeah, sure, we'll have Robin executed because I understand that she's a monster and uh, yeah. I just have to, like, order some people yeah. around it. I it don't also, get praised if I do it. So. It also
1: does the Navy phenomenally between, you know, the, perp, uh, um, what do you call it? Their versions of justice. I can't remember what Akainu's version of justice is called. Uh, Ultimate? Oh, I fucking hate Akainu. We all do.
2: Like, absolute justice is the entire principle on its its own. Um, But everyone has their own uh, interpretation of justice. Uh, This was one of the Oda's Question Corner things that I learned. Uh, The jackets uh, that they keep on their shoulders, Mm -hmm. they they stay on due to their sheer commitment to their path of justice, and they will only fall off if they waver from it.
1: Ah, (laughs) wow. What do you know? Akainu has a very funny post-time skip arc. It's mm. not an arc, but um, the, the anime doesn't do it quite as much as the manga does, according to Grand Line Review. But basically, um, like through what you've done so far, the manga will like show a panel, and it'll be Akainu reading, Straw Hats Liberate Fishman Island, and he just slams a fist down and goes... <laughs> long P or luffy yeah. and, like like he's like a 1980s like cop detective boss the guy with the big mustache in the office like why are they out there doing that and it's no, those kids in their rumbles yeah but he's so because he's now the fleet admiral he's so tied up in bureau- bureaucracy he can't be out buster calling islands all the time and <laughs> right. he's bitter about it he's behind a desk he, he, getting he, pissed at the fact that the world's falling apart at the hands of Luffy he
2: keeps sending people out to do things but his subordinates all have their own idea of justice yeah. that doesn't necessarily line up just with like him. he did while Sengoku was in charge. and that's yeah. that's just absolutely infuriating for to him yeah so it's, re- it's pretty great actually it's really
1: funny when you get through um, whole cake island I'll send you some of the videos if we remember mm. uh, I just I do
2: love how the navy like examines the concept of justice and how it means different things to different people, though. Yeah,
1: although whoever's top dog gets to pick their the the version they project down, right? And, and you got to keep it a secret.
2: A is very much like uh, his is very utilitarian. It's very uh, I can accomplish the most good by stopping anything that might be evil. A Akainu- If that means that like I have to sink an I if I have to Buster call an island. Because it might be dangerous, it doesn't matter if civilians are caught in the crossfire. Because if whatever evil got out, it would yeah. be worse. is, a, and you also
3: Shrew. have to uh, uh, destroy that one ship that has people escaping, because maybe there will be yeah. uh, some. Uh, well, there, uh, there's a chance on that it. someone
2: yeah. on there could
3: could
1: uh, do evil. So the Kainu is Dwight Shrew. He would rather I, one thousand free men be in jail than one guilty ooh. man be free.
2: I told I, I told Craig this, but this is actually a good one for the podcast. The 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 three original admirals, because you already know that Kainu and uh, the their answers Kuzan's. to the trolley problem. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. So, yeah a kainu a kinu would pull the lever that uh and uh and have the trolley hit the one person instead of uh what is it? You pull. You pull the lever. The trolley hits one person and they die because of you. If you don't pull the lever, it hits six people. Yeah, but but, yeah, but you, it's you not are you fault. are not culpable. Yeah. A kainu would pull the lever without hesitation. Then he would go over and make sure that the one person was dead. <laughs> um, <laughs> Double tap him. Uh, Aokiji. Aokiji would not pull the lever just because he wants to see what happens. Yeah. See if it's real. See how it plays out. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, um, Kusan. Kizaru, uh, yeah. oh, Kizaru, yeah, Kizaru, Kizaru, uh, would flip a coin and pick whatever it was. based on what it, <laughs> what was his, so Akainu is Sakazuki,
1: Aokiji is Kuzan and Kizaru is, uh, it's something so Italian. Yeah. 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 Bart Barca, uh, a
2: Borsellino.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I always, I always have trouble with the fact that they have, uh. Yeah, the, the the
2: their their name is like their code name.
1: Yes, which is what like the it's a color and an animal. Yeah,
2: blue the blue wolf, blue or whatever. pheasant, blue pheasant. Uh, Aokiri is blue pheasant. Kizaru is yellow monkey, and, and red a Kainu is red dog. Yeah.
1: Oh man, you got to meet Fuji Tora. We won't talk about it. Uh, uh,
2: oh yeah, I still I have an answer for his trolley problem too, yeah, but yeah, I, yeah. I won't still get don't it. know who the new admirals
3: are, and I think I don't I don't know who most the new warlords are yeah
1: there's only two new ones you got them what it told you in punk hazard who the two new warlords were no i just learned about law oh it's a good thing i didn't spoil it
3: yeah and there there has to be two more because three three had to be replaced
1: well they don't have to replace gecko moria oh they don't well they don't need to tell everyone that he died Uh, oh okay they killed him on the battlefield specifically so he could be a loss but they don't have to say it Gotcha. I don't remember if they do or not. I'm, I'm not like trying to bait you out of it. I'm, I'm kind of blanking right now. But I do have a theory as to
3: who the other new warlord would be. Uh, Just because it seems silly and very Oda esque, I think that uh, 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 Buggy would become the new warlord because. All the the whole, uh, Marine Ford and all that. Uh, and His down. Marine Ford part is awesome. Yeah, it's just him <laughs> looking more and more into more important positions. Yeah. So I think eventually he's just gonna luck himself into a warlord. Spot. There's an
1: entire fan theory that he lucks himself into Pirate King, <laughs> like a very devoted part of the fan base that's like. He's pirate king. Somehow Buggy will become oh, a pirate well, king. I mean as you oh, said yeah. there's
2: the theory Buggy D Cloud. Yeah, Buggy, Buggy D Cloud. Co- which is
1: not confirmed and I don't think real but it's out there. Um all right, that was my first question. Oh, that was the first question. <laughs> well, I only asked one question and we got really off topic with it. Mm. Um I don't really have another one for you. Um, <laughs> that which, was the one question. Uh, we, I I had multiple, but we got so we talked about so much. I don't. But yes, know. I am a, a fan of One Piece. You're a One Piece fan, which is good because I think mm. um, Jake's getting there. He's getting closer. Uh, he he's definitely watching it on his own now. Like. He's watching it of his own volition now. He's not trying to catch up to a part. He's not trying to like see a thing. He's constantly like, hey, I watched two more episodes last night. This and this, and then he asked questions. I'm like, well, you're, you're in it.
3: He's, he's in the Summit War saga. So like, at the end of the saga, there will be a definite answer to that question.
1: Yes. Yeah. Oh, 100%. <laughs> I, I called it. I, I don't think you'll agree right now, and I don't ever expect you to agree. But four and a half years ago, I speak hyperbolically. I was talking in chat, and I said Marineford is the best arc to happen in anime, and I was called so many foul names. And while I don't believe You haven't
2: even seen Chimera Ant? Yeah, that was what
1: happened, which is what spurned watching it. I think that was it. Kyle. I think that yeah. was Kyle. Which is bit. which he's seen like three animes, so I don't know why I took his judgment at all. But anyways, <laughs> which
2: was more than you had seen at the time. It was, that's maybe, true. And but that's but why still,
1: I went yeah, so, so hard for a little bit. So we did watch Chimera Ant arc. And while I don't think it's like, quote unquote, you know the best, all well-rounded, blah, 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 blah. But for a show, and what an arc meant for a show, how it tied into the show, how it was influenced by the show, how it maintained thematic trends and character-building moments and everything, what it means to a show, I still believe Marineford to be the best arc in all of anime. How close are you to
2: thinking that? Yeah, I'd agree. I would I would agree with the caveat that I don't think it's the best arc in One Piece.
1: I agree. okay, so we've talked. Okay, okay, okay. We've talked about that, and I completely agree with you that if I don't that think makes
2: it's... any sense. It can be the best arc in anime, but yeah. not the best arc in yes, One Piece. It and the best because... arc in One Piece is not the best arc in anime. Yeah,
1: I agree with that. I agree with that full-heartedly.
2: Well, I I haven't seen. I
1: mean, but you've seen Water Seven. You may say, I mean, Water oh. Seven is a more technically proficient oh. arc. Like I said,
3: Water. Uh, uh... I mean, I don't know if I said this to you, but I said this to DJ. Water Seven is the
1: best overall saga so far. It's a phenomenal saga. See, I actually, I'm not on the saga of Water Seven. Ennis Lobby for me is a very, it's a love hate thing. I love. It's like it's like Hunter Hunter for me. The problem
2: with Ennis Lobby is it has some of like the best moments. Yeah, but it takes a while to get there, and it's so it's a little bit too long.
1: Yeah, and it's like it's like. Drinking See, only Mountain Dew, like it's good, and we're enjoying it and having a good time. But we know that this is missing. It's but low. but I, I I sort of had that that
3: feeling in the wind up to Marine Ford that it took a bit too long. Like
2: okay, I would Im- actually agree in Impel Down. Yeah,
3: Impel Down, like Impel Down was good. I liked it, but
1: there was just too much. See, Impel beginning. Down and Ennis Lobby. I'm the exact like I think I feel the exact way about the one that you feel about the one about the other and bo- in both directions hmm. like impel down to me was like Fast paced, a lot of action, a lot of good moments, a lot of build up, a lot of character stuff, but it was also just like pure action for like 35 episodes, 40 episodes. Both of them, that's true. But it's the way you reacted with it. Some people call the one too slow, the other too slow, the one too full, the other too full, the one too fast, the other too fast. Hmm. Like I'm always on the opposite end. Impel Down is my in this lobby. I fucking love Impel Down. I thought it was like perfectly paced. I thought everyone it worked on was phenomenal. I thought the stakes were perfect. I I'm, I'm an Impel Down guy. That's my that's that's my baby. But as we were saying, um what is I'm not going to ask you because we just talked about it. What is what do you think is the best arc?
2: Mm. That is because an you, yeah, you, you know my answer changes quite a few times. You know my answer. I'm not actually in disagreement with you about Shabadi being like uh, a top one piece Shabati's arc. Shabaadi is a perfect anime uh, arc, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I do like that it is also like a very short, digestible anime arc. Like 12 episodes, I yeah. would almost say that Shabody could be a decent arc to go like, uh, I'm not sure if I'm into One Piece. Oh, watch Shabody Archipelago, then see if you're into One Piece. But like at the same time, it's not going to hit as hard if you aren't into the, One Piece. The so. only thing you'd miss if you
1: only watch Shabadi is um A, uh, uh, the octopus's introduction. You know that would mm-hmm. be that would be kind of a whiff, and B. Silver's Ray Lee would mean nothing to you, yeah. but everything else is just in worlds like it's not like. set And up I'm, or I'm including off or... the Duval stuff too, right? The Duval would also, but that kind of is at the exact same time. You get uh, Hitachi. What's his name? Hachi. 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 Who's Hitachi? That's the dog. Yeah, Hachi.
2: Hachi is also the dog.
1: Oh well, Hitachi then who's Hitachi is
2: a, I I think a, a grill, a lighter, something like that. I don't know. Anyways. No, I'm confused. Is I Hitachi it was the Sasuke's Itachi? brother? Oh, yeah, is Hitachi yeah. the woman pleasurer? Uh, it- is I I just... is Hitachi... Hitachi is Sasuke's. I know. How is Is
1: Hitachi is the? the
2: vibrator that ladies use on their bits? That might maybe. Be, that might actually oh, be. Oh God. <laughs> Hold <laughs> on. I'm gonna look up a Hitachi. Thing. You you confused uh, the octopus guy for a vibrator? Which you know what? Fair. That's in uh, Japan. <laughs> yeah. Tentacles. At it too.
1: Uh... <laughs> Hitachi official site of the Hitachi wand. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Okay, well, you know, I I, I uh, feel no shame. Um Dressrosa is better Alabasta. Uh, yes, 100%. 100%
1: Dressrosa is everything Alabasta I'm, should I'm be. I'm pretty
2: high uh, I'm pretty high on Dressrosa as, so as, as, uh, as far as as far as art And go.
1: I said which will be the next test for Craig um, now that the the Marineford situation's um, out of our system. I have said multiple times that Doflamingo is the best villain in all of anime. And he's been contested by some great ones, even on my own accord. And after rewatching a couple key moments with uh with my boy here, he is the best villain. I am actually really excited to get to Do
3: Flamingo because so Don Quixote. He he's been he's been like hinted at for a very long time now. Yeah.
1: And like, when he sh- when he actually starts up, it's none of this Anel bullshit. It's none of this Crocodile bullshit. You've gotten all the buildup for the past six hundred episodes. When he shows up and he starts to to fuck shit up, like when he shows shows up on Dress Rosa, it's just for the next eighty episodes. He is a menace, and he is pulling strings. No pun intended. And he is and he is manipulating, and he is fucking people up. He is an evil dude. He's not like. Oh, uh, sometimes things happen in the in war. No, he's like, I'll just murder you right here. We're cool.
2: Yeah. I'll just You're done right now because I felt like it. He's you... a similar type of villain to Dio. Yeah. You do, you Dio's do a good get one. his backstory. You do get to understand why he is the way he is, but he's just an absolute piece of shit. Yeah. But he's like a fun one to watch. He's very charismatic. Yeah. yeah. I was about to say, so far from what
3: I've seen throughout... Um. It was like at the end of Skypea and uh, 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 Sabadi and Marine Ford and all that. Uh, he, he comes off as a very charismatic sociopath.
1: Yes, and you know how you know how in um, Arlong you're like, oh shit, okay, yeah, I guess Arlong's got a reason to hate someone, and then you're like in Alabasta, and you're like, oh, this is a pretty fucking fucked up warlord that's doing some bad shit and then you get to Skypia and you're like wait colonization and like god complex this is dark this is fucking with me and then you get to like sabotee and you're like slave trade and celestial oh my god this is fucking terrible and then you get to fishman island and you're like wow the racial this is terrifying you're like this can't get we say this every arc as someone's watching dress rosa is where one piece takes its depressing dark like thematic element for an arc and just fucking
2: sends it to the moon, dude. Send. Oda it. stops. Well, Oda stopped caring about subtlety. I think right around Sabadi Archipelago. Yeah. But he really has abandoned it by the, by the time he gets to Dressrosa. The, dress the Rosa.
1: abuse to people, the way it implies enslavement, the way it implies like the physical brutality of the family, and all, oh, dude. It just, oh boy, oh oh
0: man. Oh my. I mean,
1: like that's.
3: Considering the fact that in the the, the current arc, uh, uh, um, uh, Punk Hazard, where it's like, hey, we uh, did some <laughs> child abductions, <laughs> yeah. some child experimentation to create child soldiers by getting them hooked on drugs. I'm like, yeah. well, it does. It, yeah. But who did the they do that for? Doflamingo. And it's just it's moving the picture, on
2: it. It's depiction of the kids going through withdrawal symptoms is actually really brutal. <laughs> I will also, yeah,
1: yeah, it is. I will also say one of the things I think it does really well, um, and I'll use my favorite analogy to make, which uh, I apologize. Uh, Hunter, hunters. When you're watching Hunter, Hunter everyone says the same thing about chimera, art, chimera ant. This is when it gets dark. the The story changes. Blah blah blah. One Piece does a phenomenal job of keeping all of that incredibly depressing it's, dark stuff at the background, and you unveil it as you digest the story yourself. It's so
2: gradual that you never really notice that. There's not really a moment where it flips a switch. No, and no, like, exactly. like, oh, this exactly. has changed. Yeah, you're just like... And it never actually loses the lightheartedness either. That, no, no, that it's stays still whimsical as
1: hell, yeah. It doesn't... It balances it just phenomenal. It's not like Evangelion just beating you over the head with nothing matters. It's not like Berserk showing you that everyone you love will always die and you're alone and you should die. Like it's none of that. It's like, hey, we can be Hello Kitty fun while also being, you know, Berserk dark. It's like
2: it's like if the Looney Tunes got together to take the One Ring to Mordor.
1: It's like if uh <laughs> Yeah, that's a good one. I was going to be like if if uh, Aronofsky. <laughs> directed a looney tunes movie <laughs> where they got hooked on smack you'd be like i don't know i don't know if this is what this is all right all right enough one piece talk this is a okay. long podcast it's getting late and i can't see you guys anymore yeah. yeah it's dark and i have to pee and i'm hungry yeah all of. i the have above. to get to my dad's house all of oh is that tonight Yep. oh well i'm looking forward to it i thought uh, i'd be there at
2: six and it it's 5 30 now oh this is
1: you're uh dog sitting Yep. Yeah, this is the part where the rat bakes so I down. Will, I gets will be real gone.
2: Mike pop back in here every now and then, but I will be living there for the next week.
1: You're taking your PC, right?
2: Uh, not taking my whole PC. Oh, no, the no.
1: PC, PS4 yeah, or PS5. I am taking my PS5. Yep. All right, well, that'll do it for this episode of um, Not So Nutty Buddies. Uh, if you made it all the way to the end, I'm so
2: thankful because... We talked a lot a about one. the stuff we like. It was basically two podcasts, but in like one thing. Yeah, I'm There's, happy to be a one. There I've was gotta... the There was the Nutty Buddies, and then there was the one. piece.
0: yeah,
1: yeah exactly. There was the One Piece. The One Piece is real. Mm. One Piece. Um, one piece. Um, all right, thank you so much yet again. I'm Kevin. I'm Craig, and I'm DJ. We'll see you in the next one. I was fishing. All right. I, I can see the record button five five because five. that screen's too bright.
2: <laughs> and as you can see, over here we have the man of the machine.